Kirafano and welcome to this episode of Kazi Kordero. <laughs> I was about to say Simpson says, but it's not. It's the second episode of Kazi Kordero. We recorded our pilot episode a few weeks ago now, eh, bro? Yeah, like not quite two weeks. Not quite two, yeah. like 10, 12 days, something like that. Sorry, Kaz. Um, obviously, with my good bro, Mr. Jorge Patimuana, aka Hips Effects. Um, so, yeah, bro, um, second episode. <laughs> got a, got a few uh, co-papa to have a bit of a quarter all about, but um, what's been happening personally for you in the in the short space from the last time we did our other episode? Well, honestly, my my life at the moment is kind of divided between uh, mahi uh, podcasting, so that's what we're doing here, but also my own stuff. What do you do for mahi? Um, so I'm an account manager for a company called Shopify. Bro. Oh, well, yeah. actually, they they call us support advisors. Nice. So what, so, is it, what does that entail? So pretty much, bro, if you have a business that you want to bring online or start online, we help you build it up. So I try not to tell to me, here's me telling everyone on the podcast, I try not to tell too many people. because well, I leads, asked you. So, yeah, 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 but it leads it leads to those phone calls and that 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. on the weekend. Bro, I'm trying to do this thing on my store. Can you help me out? And you end up helping other oh. bros with it, which I don't mind, but yeah. So if I came to you with my business, say, with, with, I don't know, I've got a... Right, for example, so what we could do is host all your podcasts on a website and people could, like, you could either set a fee, say you want to, like, say $10 a download, we oh. will help you run all that. If you wanted to start doing merchandise, like Samson's says podcast, yep. um, Kakahu, we can help you find a um, supplier of the gears, the printer, get it done, ship it out to them. Everything, all, all that sort of thing, bro. So that's mean. Mm. So, who would be your competition in that space? Um, this is me immediately. My head was, we don't have competition, bro. <laughs> but, uh, you, you may not. No, so. no, no, we do. So, there's like the likes of um, probably Wix would probably be a close one. Yep, Wix.com, um, probably Etsy as well. So, similar sort of things. Um, yeah, and I know. I've used Wix myself in the past, so I've dabbled in e-commerce things before, and I've got friends that use Zeti, so nice. everyone has a tutu. So cool company to work for, bro. And how long How long has the company been around? For? So the company, oh, actually, I should be able to give it a quick Google because it's a big company. The company's been around for a while. I think it's only been an Aotearoa, though, for about two years. And it started in? It started in Canada. Oh, yeah, Canadian. Um, and then it started in Canada by... A German fella. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> and then there's also expanded into Ireland. Yep. And then now into New Zealand and slowly making its way into Australia as well. So the reason why I came here, because that was my first question, I was like, you're in Canada and Ireland. Why are you coming to Aotearoa? So you can be on the other side of that world clock. So oh. we can have 24-hour service. And they knew that people in Aotearoa needed jobs. Yeah. So they wanted to come here. Um, and to be honest, I think it was probably just an excuse for the founder and some of the higher ups to come here as well, because you quite, you'll find quite often that people who fall in love with Canada, bro, they fall in love with Aotearoa. Yeah, yeah. They're to me anyway, as someone who's been to Canada, Canada is a bigger version of New Zealand, yeah. but with bears <laughs> and moose. That's, that's, that's how I sum Canada up. Whenever people ask, "What's Canada like?" I was like, bro, it's like New Zealand with bears and moose. Bears and moose. 
Ah, and way bigger lakes. But it's good, cool, bro. So I just had a quick look on my phone. 2004. Oh, jeez. Founded, so pretty young. And they've just expanded and grown since then. They've got a million merchants, so a million stores. Yeah. He's just an analogy for people to try and make you understand what it is. We're essentially a shopping mall, and people come to our shopping mall and open up a shop. Oh. And we help you run your shop. So me as, a, me as a customer can go to Shopify to, to obviously buy product. Yep. You, you oh. can buy product, but you can also be the vendor to sell product. Nice. Well. Yeah. Primo. Mm. I'll have to look into it because I always get these Shopify codes come up and what. And I message eight. I don't know how I don't know how we've we've set it up like that somehow, but I can always tell when she's been looking at things. That says your Shopify code is and I'll just message you. What are you looking at? <laughs> Having a tutu. Having a tutu. Um, yeah. So, obviously, Mahi, uh, busy with that, uh, podcasting. Yeah, bro. Um, been going well, eh? But real good. Like, um, like so with my, with the Best Side podcast, I typically only operate from March, and operate, I mean, publish episodes. Yep. Well, what I've done traditionally, I've only been around just, it was actually my anniversary last week. Oh, mean, bro. Um, but I typically just run from March until November. Yeah, and then uh, December, January, February is when I I have a break from publishing, but I still get quartered off. People come to town or yeah, from yeah. somewhere. I still gather quartered off, but I don't publish them. It's yeah. only the March until November that I publish them. Me. And so, um, whereas this time with COVID happening and it took me out of the game for a little bit, I've just been doing whatever pops up. Yeah, I'll, I'll get involved with. And it's been choice, bro. Like I did one today. I mentioned with Bobby Campbell, Luke. Yes, bro. Awesome quartered off. Uh, with the bro and getting to know him and his mahi of fashion's probably not my thing bro um, <laughs> but getting to know his why yeah so why he does it and his connection um to, to he calls it the connection to the cloth Oosh. um so his connection to the cloth and finding out about that stuff bro it was cool bro i mean so when you're looking at um dropping that episode it'll be out like either saturday or next week oh me like i'm not i used to sit on them for quite a bit yeah but i've learned from covid to not do that yeah so i'm just pumping them out as soon as i can so he'll either be out on on saturday or um the week after yeah. i haven't decided yet how soon it'll be mean, bro. Yeah. i mean that's a good thing because we obviously both use the same uh platform anchor mm. Um, and like if anyone's looking at getting into podcasting and, and want a real easy, cool platform to use where, I mean, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Obviously, you've had a background in um, in radio, mm. so you know from a technical aspect how things work, bro. But, but also from yeah. that perspective too, like I yeah. can vouch for how easy it is. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's super simple. Like, yeah, yeah if, if you want to get involved with the podcasting space, Especially if we're about to spend a bit more time inside. Yeah. Um, we got to talk about that. Don't but, even go there, bro. But, but, um, um, what if, it's, <laughs> if it's something you want to get involved with, yeah, honestly, anchor.fm. Yeah. And we, we're actually on a um, a private group page on Facebook, eh? And it's cool, man. I mean, you get, like, people on there, you know, they have, um, what, what's that, Monday? Milestone Monday. Yeah. Uh, and I asked the question, but what if I post on Monday and it's Sunday where you guys are and... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think I got an answer, but you know, it's like it's not always Monday where you are. Yeah. You know, that's what I mean. I I quite often will plug or, or or celebrate things that are going on with my podcast. Yeah, but I do it on Tuesdays because it's there. Yeah, yeah, Monday. yeah. True. You've, I actually, bro. Speaking of things that's been going on since last time we caught up, I actually appeared on another podcast. Oh um, yeah, from a from that group. Yeah, yeah. So oh. a, a guy, a guy jumped in there because he had a guest pull out. So and if, this is a video, like a streamed podcast. Oh yeah. So it's video, and um, I was a part of a panel of um. So they had four and four. So they had four people from America, 
and four people not from America, and they wanted an outside perspective on America. Oh, but it was so funny to be a part of. I'll, so, I'll find the link and I'll share it with yeah, you so hard. you can watch it. So, can you do video um, podcast via Anchor? Nah, so this was done through a different platform, but he uses Anchor for everything else. Oh, but his video one. It's not done through Anchor. Yeah. No. So he runs a couple of different podcasts. No, so he, he just, well, yeah, he does now actually, but so he'll have Anchor to do handle all the audio only stuff. Yeah. And then he has a video version. So he just runs the two at the same time. The audio he'll take from his video and upload it to Anchor and put it through all the channels that way, through your Spotify and iTunes. But because um, it's live too, so people oh. were watching, Tully was watching. Oh, was Tully it? was watching and messaging me oh. and, and, and doing crack up stuff. And uh, my brother and other people bro, were watching. And, and man, it was, it was funny, bro. It was so funny. was he one of the four as well, or was he the moderator? The, the, the guy that, who's, who podcast it was? No, he was the moderator. So there so, was him oh, okay. and four. Yeah, and then and then another four of us. Yeah. So yeah. what was one of the topics you, you sort of talked about? Uh, what did we talk? Trump. Yeah. We talked about Trump. The, so of, of the four Americans, were they pro or anti? So uh, they, I'd, two of them were anti. One of them was pro. Yeah. And the other father wasn't. He was kind of neither here nor, yeah. nor there. He he wouldn't vote for Trump but he also wouldn't vote for anyone else that was up. Like, he was just yeah. like, no one at the moment inspires me or excites me. Nah. So I can understand why people go for Trump, mm. because at least he brings action. Yeah. Whether it's, and it's up to you whether you disagree or not. And then, it's a bit yeah. charismatic too, I suppose, they, you know, drawn to us, you know. And it's interesting. You know, one, of, one of the other things we talked about as well is music. And yep. um, there was a fella on the podcast, and he was from India. Oh, yeah. And um, they asked us about Beyonce. So Beyonce's just done that. I don't know if you've seen, but she's just done that um, movie with Disney Plus called Black is King. Well, I have seen something you've tossed. Yep. So they were asking us about it. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. I hadn't watched it before that podcast. I've watched it now because mm. it made me want to go watch it. But um, they were asking us about it and, and wanting an opinion on them. But they blew their minds. The fella yeah. from India didn't know who Beyonce was. Oh, straight up. Didn't know. And like for us, that's pretty like, oh, that's hard out. But imagine being like a black American, bro, and someone doesn't know who Beyonce is. Yeah, straight up. So how did they take that? <laughs> they, they were mine. They, they were like all the expletives. Like, holy, like, oh, my God, bro. They were going hard. Like, they could not believe it. And he was just like. So what's the movie about? Essentially, bro, it's The Lion King. Oh. Essentially, it's like a real life. Lion King, but she was, done, already, she was already in Lion King, done in like a play kind of way. Yeah, oh. it's it's hard to explain, bro. You'll have to check it out. But yeah. um, yeah, it was it was. I wish I watched it before the debate, but at the same time, I'm glad I did it because looking at the debate in retrospect made it so much more funnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one lady was just like, I don't like it because Beyonce's just packaging the stuff up and trying to sell it to us as blacks. Because that's oh. that's one of the big. Um, I'm not going to say conspiracy theory because it's dismissive, but that's one of the big narratives, right? Is that um, is that Beyonce and Jay Z like endorse things which continue to um, profit off minorities, like oh. the Democratic Party, for yeah. example? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, like they are big endorsers of them. A lot of mm. people think that. Then you know that's not my opinion. That's from what I learned. So from she thought there was people. a political motive behind the. Yeah, interesting. Eh? Yeah, yeah, like because interest. She made a point, like you know, why do you think this is coming out now during the BLM movement? Why do you think this movie is coming out now? Like, yeah, all this sort of stuff. So, oh, that's just, just conspiracy theory. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just timing. That's just coincidental. So, yeah. 
We'll touch on those. So, <laughs> so like, out of five stars, what do you reckon? What's that? The, the movie? movie? Oh, barely a three, man. Oh, you didn't yeah. read it? Well, I can't get it. I'm not super into musicals, bro. I battle to get into musicals. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's like there's next to no chat. It's pretty much all song, and I battle with that. So. Yeah. But I, I like visually, like image-wise, man, I thought it was pretty epic. Like, it's the type of thing I'd watch stoned. <laughs> it's the type of thing I'd watch stoned. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit down and be like, oh, you know, I really want to watch a good movie. It's the type of thing I'd have a session trip balls to. Talk about weed. We'll get into a bit of that later on quickly. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. So, anything else? Uh, what else have I get up to? Now, nah, honestly, bro, as I said, it's been my time's been split between podcasting, mahi, and um, helping out with Maori Ward stuff. Me, um, most. What's the latest on that? Yeah, so the bro Murray has put out his petition. Yeah, and he needs how many? Uh, Two thousand five hundred eighty-six. Oh, to go. No, no, like in total. Oh, I thought yeah. it was 4,000. Yeah, so I, I think I did say that last podcast. But, uh, that's I, what I've heard. So no, 4,000 would be 10%. They only need 5%, okay. so 2,000. I think I did say that last podcast too, so I'll correct myself there. Um, but you have to actually physically go into a, a business or wherever yeah, they have wherever the, they've got the wherever they've got the petition, you've got to physically sign it. Yeah. Yeah, they, those links can't be online. So yeah, so that's kind of just... And yeah, that's just, where we are with that at the moment. Just yeah, so they've yep. launched that. So they've got until so, bro, they've got until February to get two thousand five hundred. Oh. Yeah, so I can't imagine there'll be that much of a mission. I'd love to be super positive and say they're not going to get them, but man, it's a long time. Yeah. Um. So the best. I mean, when I say I'm doing mahi for that, I mean all I'm doing is just having conversations with people yeah. and just trying to educate people as much as I can as to why trying to make people actually understand what it involves because you know there's the argument that it's it's separatism and it's racism because it's creating something based on race mm. um, which you know I can understand for people that don't understand utility but for for me and I think I've heard you even say before correct me if I'm wrong bro but it's not a it's not based off race it's based off a treaty partnership yeah well so, yeah. and it just so happens that those treaty partners are two people of different races yeah but People like to look past the treaty, yeah. jump straight to the race yeah. card. So that mahi bro. So no, nah, it's all it's all good. I I want to do a shout out to the misses as well. Like I, we've had a big talk, and like I said to her, like you know I'm going to be pretty full on while the Smarty Wood stuff's happening. Yeah. So we're not going to see each other as much as we would typically like to, or as much as we have because we've been gluttonous the last little while because yeah. we've been pretty like I've been pretty project free. Yeah. Uh, but now when things are starting yeah. to pop up, you know and, and I finally understand, you know, like when I watch, say if I use Denny, for example, mm. you know, Denny always gets up and says, you know, shout outs to my whanau for putting up with me mm. or riding through. I never got that. I'd always be like, what do you mean, bro? Like you're doing the mahi. Yeah. Um, but now I understand. Yeah. Like, time away. Right, time away. Yeah. They hold it down. And like, because, you know, that's essentially that's not what a relationship is. Like you doing separate paths. Like a relationship is you doing yeah, stuff together. Yeah. And so like having those. Partnership. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So having those conversations and getting an understanding there. And, you know, definitely got a shout out to the missus for that one. Shout out to Sammy for for understanding that especially Me. especially as an english immigrant too yeah yeah, yeah coming, true. coming yeah. into aotearoa and not and not realizing that these dynamics exist yeah uh, she was very much coming from the the perspective that aotearoa is clean green and happy everyone now everyone here gets on mm. and so she's learning that that's not necessarily the case beneath the surface so yeah got a shout out to the missus Oosh, awesome you um, bro what have you been up to 
Oh, just a bit of mahi. Yeah, at Icons, it's been um, been enjoying it, bro. It's been really good. Um, the place is mean, bro. We we had a couple of boys in there the other night. Yeah, very watching old catch up, watching the Warriors. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they turned fucking. Yeah, oh, it was awesome. Though. It's always good to catch up people, but I'm a bit of a hermit in that respect. But mm. uh, I said, Amy, we'll go down and watch the Warriors, and then like you did, boys put on a win. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> she was actually involved in a thing called uh, Sky Survivor <laughs> that we run down there, where um, basically it's a process of elimination. If your team loses, then you're out. And it was between her and another guy, Gareth Gooden. And he backed the Seagulls. I, I said to her, back the Warriors. If you back the Warriors, and they won 500 bucks. And she goes, yeah, but if they lose, I, I don't win any money. And she backed the Seagulls too. Oh, so yeah. they both had the Seagulls. And she goes, if the Warriors win, then I win 250. So it just, it showed me her way of thinking. Yeah. I was going Better and, something than nothing. You're better than something. Whereas you're like, yeah. all, or all or nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And, and in terms of the um, the concept of the um, the, the, the competition, it was... It would make it exciting, you know. He went the seagulls, she goes the warriors. Winner takes all. But she was the yeah. <laughs> and the boys give me shit. They're like, oh, she wasn't picking them. And, and to be fair, she wasn't picking them right up until the end. I said, "What do you want to do? Do you want to go to the warriors?" She's like, "No, they never win." <laughs> Next minute, sixteen nil up, and they almost pulled it at the end there. Eh? Fine, I'm the manly fan sitting there. And yeah, well, I you put a bit on it. Yeah, oh, no, as soon as <laughs> as soon as it got to half time and the Warriors are up, yeah. I was like, I'm putting money on the Seagulls was to it, come what, back. What were they paying? Um, to win at halftime, yeah. they are paying five. So oh, I put, well, put 20 bucks on Good money. So then but it was funny, like, everyone's, like, cheering and going, no, and I'm going, yes, come on, because they started to close the gap. And then I was just like, this is your fault, Amy, it's because you picked us. <laughs> Yeah, that was me. It was good to catch up with the boys. Caught up with a good bro, uh, Bryce Robbins, as well. Um, I wish I hadn't sort of seen him because <laughs> we ended up going home probably three hours later than we should have. But no, it was, <laughs> it was wicked to see Barnsley Bro and just have a good yarn with him and, 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 and just to catch up. But um, yeah, one of those things, it's like obviously you work there, so you don't want to go back there when you're time off. But I mean, it's a cool place, bro. Like when we do go out to town to plan to go, we always end up there because it's familiar and it's safe, bro. Yeah. And it's a good environment, you know. you got. Obviously, sports bar there next door, you know. It's just second home, eh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's just safe, bro. Um, but yeah, uh, mahi, a uh, few gigs on, bro. It's good to be jamming again um, post lockdown. I mean, touch wood, you know. <laughs> come Friday, obviously, with what could possibly happen. Obviously, we're <laughs> supposed to, you know, at midnight go back to level one, but yeah, that remains to be seen. But it's been good um, jamming back with obviously Ash. Um, and a new band, bro. Uh, those guys, so we played at the um Boys High Ball oh, on Saturday, right. just yeah, gone, yeah, yeah. bro. Um, so they had a DJ there. Um, she's the guy, Huckma. I want to say Jordan, if I've got that wrong, but uh, he was DJing first, and we started at eight, um, uh, and went through to 10, and he finished off the last hour. Um, I think that's the first ball that I've actually played in, in, in a live band. Ash has DJed a few, but yeah, I, I wasn't really keen, eh, bro? I was, I was like, oh, I don't really want to play a ball, man. You know, they're all <coughs> teens, and I was like, fuck. They're interactive, though. Bro, interactive. But it was real out of it, eh? It was, it was cool, bro. You know, we, we got up there, and you know, they slowly get into it. And I thought it'd be a case of, you know, they're in their groups just doing their thing, but it actually ended up like we were playing a concert, because they were just all at the front of the stage and just into it, bro, just screaming the lyrics. 
Um, we actually got a um, one of the students to get up with us and have a, have a few water as well. Um, Singing? Yeah, bro. She got up and, and did five songs. Oh, shit. Bro, she was wicked, eh? But it was quite funny, bro, because obviously we, we're jamming and playing these songs. And um, I spotted a group of boys, bro, and I could tell they were keen to get up and have a jam, but obviously shy. Mm. And I was I was egging them on, bro. I said, come on. Wanna, want some of this? Want to get up and have a jam? One of them was like, yep, yeah, fuck it, I'm up there. Got up and he sung um, Stand By Me With Us. Fish. Bro, and then once he got up, the floodgates opened. You know, well, they all want to get up. up. But no, it was cool, man, and um, you know, good like that. Just just interacting, bro. That's it was awesome. Know that they they love their interaction. Um, so that was, that was really cool, bro. And just a jam with the brothers again, you know, in a full band setting. Um, yeah, it's just cool, fun, mate. And a little bit of financial stuff recognition as well, you know, mm. for your mahi. It's you know, just throw some on the cake, but it's just good jamming with the brothers, bro. Well, it's crazy how appreciative kids are of stuff like that, eh? Bro, I was, <laughs> I was looking at back at some of the videos and just hearing them scream, bro. Just, it was, it was funny. Did, did they ask you to autograph anything? Nah, nah, none of that. It was, um, I think it's that lower age. Yeah. Um, and Ash would know. He's been um, MC at a couple of um, big school gigs that happen here yearly. Yeah. You know, there's one photo that I, um, my mate sent me and it's of him uh, doing autographs for kids, bro, and it's just, it's awesome, bro. You know, I always remember I was like that when I was um, a young fella. We used to get um, groups like, um, you know, Christian groups that would come through, Y1, XL. Bro, and I remember when I was 11, 12-year-old, I was like, fuck, I'd love to do that one day, you know. Didn't know how to get into it, but, you know, just to be inspired by these adults who were, you know, living their dream by Very hard. Yeah. And I was one of those kids that was getting there. I don't know who the hell they were, but, you know. Well, I was the same. Like, I, I used to have a $20 note. Oh, yeah. And I had, like, signatures on it for days, bro. Oh, like, str- later on, you grow up to find out that defacing money's illegal. But, <laughs> but like, folks, so I'm, my first concert that I ever went to, bro, was that, I think it was a Brown Light Rage. I'm not too sure yep. if it was a Brown Light Rage or if it just happened to be up at Rangiatia. Yep. But it was Iwi. Oh, yes, bro. Yeah. Iwi was the first concert that I ever went to, bro. I would have been real young. I would have been real young. But got them all to sign my $20 note. They signed it? Yeah, right, yeah, right. They signed it. Straight over the top of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> it was it was crack up, bro. Like I had them and like um back when um uh Jeremy Boylan and them used to do their music. MMP. Yeah, MMP that we got them to sign the, the, the twenty dollar. Straight up, bro. bro. Were they mean? Bro, they were mean. Yeah. They were the meanest, bro. They were so mean. I actually I didn't know for years, bro, that it was that was him. That was him, bro. I did not know that. For, I was, used to, I because I I knew Jesse growing up. Yep, but I didn't really know Jeremy. And then when I was growing up, the penny like, dropped. Like, oh yeah, but I seen like a photo. The bro like with his bandana on doing these <laughs> ones, and I was like, oh, that's the bro. You crack up, man. But bro, they were mean. I used to froth them when I. Was so they used to do gigs as well. Hard, bro. Yeah, they used to do a lot of gigs around town. It was. Bro, who was the other? Um, there was another uh, Rupu that tried to get off the ground here, as well. Um, Dark Harmony Regime? Yeah, Dark Harmony Regime boys, but from New Plymouth, bro. Oh, yeah. And Nico and that were in there. I can't remember who they were. Yes, bro. Yeah. Was Pinnipi in there too? I'm not too sure, bro. I think it might have been Haz from um, Shafu in the Crates. I think he was in there as well. Yeah. I want to say Pinnipi Christie was in there too, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But I I know that all you're talking about, bro. Far Nico can sing, man. Yeah, bro. I seen her not long ago at the fridge yep. uh, in town. And she wouldn't remember me. Like, yeah. I was a little whore kid. She was at Spotty, I think. And I said, are you Nico? She's like, yeah. And I was, I was like, having a little fanboy moment. But I, like, I remember you were the meanest. She's like, oh, shut up. 
I was having. It's cool, bro. Like, I love that about kind of our town. Yeah. That how there's all these people with these like hidden talents mm. or not so hidden talents, or they've done some pretty awesome things, and like they have to kind of have that nostalgia attached to them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, bro, hard. Like, it's people I see around all the time, you know, like I mentioned Nico. Um, I mean, there's all sorts I see around. Like, you know, like we've both spoken before about bumping into um, Kuramate. Yes, I buzz out like not not necessarily like like the rugby stuff for sure. Yeah, but like I just love bumping into him into him, bro, and having big quarter about what he's like. Yeah. He calls it his past life. Yeah. you know, like you know all, the, all that stuff. Man, we've got some talented people around here. Like um, Che Yandel. Yeah, I love bumping into Che Yandel, just hearing his basketball yarns about his travels overseas and all the stuff he got up to, bro. Like, we've got some legends here, man. It's, yeah, very hard. We're very blessed here. It's cool. Okay, and humble, yes. Man, if you don't remember the name of that, that group, I'm just trying to remember it now, but yeah, it's, yeah. It'll probably come to me later on. Free pint at work. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, you can, if you can get us the name. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much what's been happening, bro. So, yeah, I mean. Putting up with the press. Oh, no, nah, bro. It's, it's the definitely, definitely the shoe is on the other foot with that re- in that regard, bro. She she puts up with me, bro, and it's just like, I don't know how she does it, but um, yeah, big shout out to her, too. Um, yeah, she's, yeah, does everything for me, and I, yeah, mad respect. Bro, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely um, hit the jackpot with her, bro. Um, it's quite funny because you always hear, <laughs> I hear some fellas that are always moaning about their missus and that, but no names, but I'm like, jeez. Man, I've got it sweet as, mm. eh? Like, I wouldn't even... That doesn't sound like my missus. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, it is what it is, and, yeah, yeah. she's my partner. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, bro, it's always crack up, like, hearing those kind of, like, those those amu-amu or, or what people <laughs> were going through at the, at the time, and then you kind of hear the same fellas, like, two days later, talking about how their missus is the best thing in the world. So, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. like, like, I mean, that's life, hey. Ebbs and flows. It's a roller coaster, right? Yeah. And, and like, I'll be honest, it's not perfect, but I, I, de- I definitely have it pretty, pretty good, bro. So, yeah. yeah. Mean, bro. Yeah. Mean. No, it's... I actually, it's one of the big things, bro, of all, since it's, since we're talking about it, since it's come up, man, I was so gutted that I was living overseas and you fellas have you had your wedding. Oh, that would have been so mean. Yeah, bro. It was, it was primo, bro. It was, yeah. And I think about it, that was 2014, bro, and it's like, fuck. The time just goes so quickly, bro. Mm. You know, and we've we've had some awesome times, bro. We've been to some cool gigs, just yeah, just cruising, really, eh? So I'll never forget um, my my bro ringing me up and he's like, "Bro, I might do a speech, but I'm no good at these things. What do I need to do?" And yeah. I was just like, "Bro, honestly, like, there's no because I get asked that all the time. You you probably yeah. do too. I get asked that all the time. What makes a good speech? And like, honestly." If I tell you what makes a good speech, that's just my version of good speech. Yeah, bro. Like you've really like what makes a good speech is you attaching yourself yeah, bro. to the speech. Yeah. And just speaking from your own heart. Yeah. And yeah, like, bro. And I and Be like, genuine. I just I just said to the bro, like, yeah, that's it. I was like, bro, just speak from your heart. If you're gonna roast your sister, make sure you're nice at the end. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he was, his was awesome, bro. And whenever I see it come up around the time of the wedding, I always you know, click on and have a bit of a giggle away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, and like you would know that we've played heaps of wins through the years and I've I've heard some mean speeches, but I've heard some real cringy ones, bro. And it's just I suppose if you're unfamiliar in that environment, you know, it's like people try and be funny that aren't naturally funny, bro. It, and bro. it's just it's just a train wreck. Um I will say the best being point, disingenuous, eh? Yeah, well it's 
you know, uh, if you're not funny, don't try and be funny, you know. Um, and people just naturally are funny, you know. For the best speech that I can remember that I ever heard from a, um, a groomsman was at Devon Berry and uh, Tish Whippity's wedding, bro. Um, I want to say his name was Reese Winera. Just natural, bro. Just had everyone in, in stitches, eh? You know, and fits, and it was just hilarious. And then there's been other ones that's just like, oh, bro, cut it, bro. You're losing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, abort mission. You're abort mission. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen those ones too, like having DJed a few weddings. Yeah. Like you see some awesome ones, bro, and then you see some, you just like start fading in music, <laughs> trying to help them grow out. Like the Grammys, like the rap yeah. music, just trying to fade it up for them. Oh, I mean, bro. Well, um, yeah, that's what we've been up to, Farno, for the last uh, couple of weeks or so. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into a few topics. We'll talk about the Warriors, Super Rugby, but NBA, a couple of upcoming referendums, and a bit of lockdown. So, <laughs> <laughs> Kia ora we back. <laughs> back with Kazi Kuru. Just had a message through from Mr. J. Wall. Mate, lockdown's you, getting serious. Mate, you need to you need to get your head ready. For <laughs> <laughs> how good's he for some um for, oh, for bro. some messenger banter? Oh I love it, eh? He's, <laughs> and he's Snapchat. Bro, he's the man, eh? Bro's got the best Snapchat ever. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden needs a moment for Fano. Um, needs a moment to come down for cracking up. Let's just say he's infatuated with a, this image. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, uh, let's talk about the Warriors. We already talked about their game on Friday night against the uh, Seagulls. Yeah. They went up 16-0 and almost lost it. Lost. One by four in the end, was it? Yeah, I can't remember the 22-18. It was close. It was close, bro. Um, they've just signed it. was heart stopping stuff. Yeah, absolutely. For anyone that knows the Warriors, knows that they could have slipped away very <laughs> oh. easily. So everyone was like, oh, no, not again. And I'm going, yes, yes. But they just, I Trying mean, obviously you want to you want to support them because they're um, the New Zealand team, they're the Warriors. Um, fuck, they just make it so hard, though, eh? <laughs> what, what I, what I, what I, um, yeah, dislike. I don't want to say hate. It's a strong word. Probably when, obviously, the Warriors have only been around since 95, but I, it's just, you know, Kiwis that don't support them. Uh, who <laughs> do you look straight at me? No, but who do, who's your... Manly. That's why the other night I was getting so g Bro, and, and to be honest, before Manly was my team back in the days because they had, um obviously, the Edel brothers. That's um, how I got into it, bro. They yeah, were just, to me, they were one of the first ones I remember supporting Kiwi players. Reggie, and it's like... Um, yeah, bro, and it's like, but then you hear, but like, I've heard people bag the Warriors, but I'm like, bro, you're a New Zealander, bro. Oh, I don't know if I'm that bad. I, I definitely, yeah, you wouldn't actually, bag the Warriors. I actually do, I do like to rack up my mates or supporters, yeah, but yeah. I don't generally have any distaste for the nah. Warriors. Nah, shit, nah. nah. Um, but like, yeah. definitely, like, you know, I always say I go for Manly, the Warriors, and anyone playing Brisbane in the Storm. In the storm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone playing those two teams, I will support. Brizzy was my worst team growing up, bro. I used to um, dislike. Nah, fuck, I used to hate um, yeah. Michael Hancock, bro. He was just, but he was so good. Bro, and just there was something about Brisbane, and I think it was the fact they didn't have any Kiwis in their team, bro. 
I think that's why oh, I sort okay. of subconsciously didn't like them. Mine was just my, our dad used to go for them. So that's when I was oh. like, oh, I'm not going for them then. <laughs> me, me and Rocker turned both same with um, Origin. Yeah. Dad was a Queenslander. Yeah. So me and Rocker switched to New South oh, Wales. That's how, oh, that's how it happened. That's how it happened. Yeah. That's how it happened. Fair enough. That's how, that's how, which is out of it. Usually people jump on the bandwagon with dad, you know? Yeah. But I don't know what was up with me and my brother. We switched back. Both so they've, um, Obviously, new coach. They missed out on um, Todd Payton going back. Is he going to the Cowboys? Or what's going well, on? He, he said he is, but I don't know if he's been offered the job. Yeah, he, he might be just putting it out there. But mm. you hear his father-in-law's not well and wants to move back. Um, so you, you can respect that, eh? For sure. But obviously, um, we've he missed out. He seems like a good coach, bro. Oh, bro. Like, I just like that he gets pissed off. Bro, he, he gets fired <laughs> up. He, he gives the boys grief. Yeah. He, he doesn't really cuddle them. Obviously, we don't know what happens in the background. We don't actually know what goes on in the yeah. dressing rooms. But just from an outsider looking in as a rugby league fan, it looked like Kearney just cuddled them too much. Yeah. Whereas this fella actually gets yeah, up. Yeah, bro, he looks rocked up. Eh? <laughs> and as I say, that's, that's just from where I'm sitting. But, um, yeah, the Warriors making some big moves. Yeah. Um, so they missed out on him. Uh, Jeff Toomey wasn't good enough, apparently. Wait, who are these brothers? Who are the brothers? Um, what's their name? They, are they from the Rabbitohs? Nah, they they coached the uh, the second team, the the Jets. Um, yeah, bro. They I can't remember their last name. Oh, it's going to annoy me now. All the leagueies will be screaming at us. Yeah, they will be. Um, that's right on the tip of my tongue too. And they they dominate, bro. So it was out of it that they didn't get they look they at didn't get get chosen. Uh, but who we did get. Shane and Ben Walker, the Walker brothers. Walker brothers. Yeah, Walker yeah the brothers. Walker brothers. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all water under the bridge now. Mm. Um, Nathan Brown, we did get. I don't, what's his credentials? Um, From what I know, bro, he he's doesn't seem – he's mean at rebuilding a team. Yeah. Like Newcastle Knights. Oh, I can't say you would credit him for that, but definitely, like, for the for the starting stages of it. <laughs> like, yep. when you look at – you know that what they're becoming, they've become a real contender now. Yeah, they are. Right? A lot of that can be accredited to Nathan Brown. Yep. So you've got him that's come in as and the coach, full gold yeah. in a consultancy and role, and Gus has come in as well. Who said the Warriors wouldn't win four games this season? Yeah, and he, and he is another rebuilder. He's another yeah. dude that comes into clubs and creates a culture and strict like Penrith Panthers. The hit. A lot of people get up and say, no, not even, but I'd almost say he's the reason why they're as good as they are at the mm. moment too. I think, uh, obviously, them being Aussies, so they, they may attract decent Aussie talent yep. to the Warriors. That's fair. You know, which if they had a high, uh, you know, Kiwis in that role, they may not have. But I, I think someone like Gus Gould's got a lot of stroke. Mm. Um, so that's why I see He's that. got a lot of nous. Like, he's got a lot of player nous. Like, he knows where to look and how to find new talent. And so I think the recruitment, I'm guessing that's what his consultancy is going to be. The recruitment, bro, he'll be mean. Yeah. He'll will be mean. And hopefully they're just left to their own devices to get the team back on. Well, yes. Yeah. As long as the board as the board can give them two or three years to just prove themselves and, yeah. what they, and, and implement some new systems, it should be good. Mean. I dare say a lot of roster space will be cleaning off the Warriors. I'm pretty sure they've got like a few people that have, like, I know Blake Green's like just gone. Bro, he played for Newcastle on the weekend. I was like, what the f- Yeah, bro. And he did awesome. Dominated. But um, heaps of big money seems like it's it's going to be freed up for them to chase some some big money. Decent players. players. You were asking about Kane Evans off here before. 
Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't want to know about it. I saw him. I was like, oh, they got the rock. But he's massive. They hide the rock. I think he's the tallest player in the NRL. Like he's huge, bro. But he does get injured a lot. Yeah. And he has been suspended a couple of times because oh, he's yeah. a meathead. He's got a bit of mango in him. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's probably what they need. Yeah. You need a couple of meatheads, you know. Um, and so some of the early signings. But, man, I, I look forward to, to Gus actually arriving and seeing what he pulls out. Because he's got some friends in high places. His nose is on the ground. His ears are in the streets. He he knows where to unearth the yeah, yeah. talent, bro. Oh, well, it's always the, the old saying goes, we're rebuilding for next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next <laughs> for the, year's for the last year. 10 years. Next year's hell, yeah. Nah, fuck, so, I've got a lot of love for the Warriors, bro. I mean, no, I think, you know, at the end of the day, we just want to see them do well. And, and anything out of frustration just comes from, obviously, fans wanting them to do well. Oh, and that's it. That's it, you know, like... It's like everyone is that relative that can see the potential in you, but you're not living up to it. Yeah. You know, so we've all got that cousin or that auntie that has told us that we could be so much more or whatever. Mm. And so they can get whole with some of the things we're doing. Like, so that's just what everyone. Probably, but, but that's awesome. Like, that passion is awesome. You yeah. want to see people involved. I, I disagree. So, a lot of things that have been coming out this week around people, uh, players receiving death threats and stuff from fans. Oh, straight up. Yeah, bro. What, Warriors players. Um, Melbourne Storm players are the ones that have spoken on it. It'll happen with all players. It's not a new thing. Death threats. What's happened? Getting death threats. Just people messaging saying, if we ever see you down the street, we're going to freaking stab you or something like that because because you ruined my multi. Oh, (laughs) fuck's sake. Yes, bro. Bullshit like that. So, um, you know, that sort of stuff is is coming out. But, like, not to get on the gravy train, but I am excited to see what the Warriors do with Gus, man. Yeah. With with Gus and Nathan Brown. I'm excited. The main thing is, bro, like, like, RTS could borderline go anywhere he wants. The fact that he stays and keeps playing away is fucking huge testament to the man. Bro, and it's like, um, you know, you see on social media, oh, Nathan Brown's better, he hasn't done anything, blah, blah, blah. But... It's a done deal, and I think now, and I'm guilty of it, bro. You know, when um, the All Blacks hired uh, Ian Foster, what the fuck's he done? You know, there's all these other candidates that I thought, you know, that I, I thought with regards to the All Black coaching panel, bro, it was the prime opportunity to have a massive cleanup, bro, and start again. But they held on to Fozzie and, you know, and, and some of the bros like, bro, just got to get him behind the team now. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, you're right. Yeah. That's what you've got to do at the end of the day, eh? Yeah. Uh, and trust those that are in power know what they're doing, because... Fuck, I'm just an armchair yeah, 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 sure. We're all couch coaches. Fuck, bro. And I'll, I'll be the first one to put my hand up, bro. I'll just love getting the ends through in the pot. Um, so, yeah, Warriors, they got the uh, top of the table Panthers this week, bro. And they fuck, they are harming, They bro. are on fire, bro. Yeah. Can you see anyone beating them, bro? I mean, obviously, the, if the Panthers, Warriors. The only one I could see beating them, if anyone, would be. Storm Roosters? <sighs> Someone else? I reckon the Storm. I reckon they've probably got the storm, bro. Yeah. Only because, um, well, it depends on Ken Smith and how long he's out for. Um, I could see them in Parramatta being a close one now that Moses is back. Yeah. Now that Mitch Moses is back. Uh, and, I mean, if anyone was going to beat them, I would have thought it would have been the Raiders. Yeah. But um, I don't think they face the Raiders again before the end of the Oh, they just faced the Raiders, actually, and minced them. That's who they had last week. And they, yeah, they, and they yeah. them. It's the right. Raiders were the team that I thought might have to put them. But, but yeah, the, we're probably rugby and rugby league always amaze me, bro. And they're, they're the only sports really around the globe that players don't get rested. Yeah, I reckon we're going to see it. 
Oh, we, I reckon we're going to see it now. Oh, because from the Panthers, yeah, because it's so far ahead. It's so far ahead, yeah, and yeah. their schedule is like pretty easy. Like, pretty, like I reckon we're going to see it. It's it's quite interesting too because um, we'll get into um, Super Rugby, but um, I looked at the odds. I mean, we don't even know if the game's going to be going ahead now, but the odds for um, the Crusaders Blues game that's supposed to be this Sunday, and Blues were heavy favourites, but I'm like, shit, what's going on there? So that told me that. Maybe the TAB was anticipating that the Crusaders would would rest key players and send you know the I see I don't want to say second stringers yeah. but obviously guys that haven't had a lot of game time, mm. bro. And I was like, geez, if you if you want to make some decent money, bet on the Crusaders, which you wouldn't have you know said otherwise. But um, you know, obviously we we go from league into rugby, and um, the Crusaders wrapped up Super Rugby Aotearoa over the weekend. They had a win over the Highlanders. Um, which pretty much meant uh, their game against the Blues this Sunday is a dead rubber. Uh, but telling anyone from Auckland that, and uh, they'll <laughs> tell you a different story because For sure. they had apparently they had pre-sold over forty thousand tickets, bro. So it was, was going to be a sellout. Whether or not that game's happen, that game happens, is another story. But yeah, because of the situation in Auckland. Yeah, but what I want to touch about on on the rugby about is obviously it was you know Crusaders man they, they've been the benchmark for so long. Um, you know they won titles for days. Um, and obviously, with the introduction of Super Rugby Aotearoa, there was a new trophy, or you know, Tonga, Tonga so to speak, up for grabs, and and that is the Tukotahi Aotearoa uh, Tonga, you know. So they won it, <laughs> and I'd only heard this yesterday. Um, some of the shenanigans that happened with regards to uh, what they did to the Tonga. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've only, so, so, I've, I've only just been confirmed in like the last 12 hours. Yeah, so, so basically they won. Um, being, and I've um, seen those photos. Yeah, obviously the photos, it's like they've tried to open beer bottles with it. Um, the the ponamu is missing from the top. I've heard stories that there's been uh, lewd photos taken with the ponamu, which, bro, it's like, shit, what are you buggers up to? Yeah, I definitely thought the days of that shit were over, but but I'm not I'm not in the rugby scene, oh, so to speak. Yeah. So, but, I mean, bro, so I've seen shit like that happen to the Randfully Shield. Yes. I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. I'll probably not be invited to any more parties again because I've just shared that with everyone. <laughs> but I've seen it happen with the Ram Finish. Well, we see, you know, um, the bitters they cut, all backs win it, they drink out of it, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I've, I've got a personal connection to the person who carved that Tonga, bro. Mm-hmm. So when I had heard and saw what had happened, I was I was pretty pissed off, bro. So I sent out a message to, um, to, to, to Cody Taylor. Um, and I said to him, I said, bro, um, it's pretty disrespectful what, what what you guys did, bro. And, and and to his credit, you know, he answered back, and um, and it got to the point where he said, um, "We aren't disrespectful, only human, mate." And I said, "Well, bro, you're from Levin, the the, the my uncle who carved the tongue with some water, just down the road, um, and just said, bro, that's not how we as Māori respect Tonga, um, and." I pretty much said to him, I said, you've got to you've got to step out outside of that environment, bro, and look at it from from Tao Māori set. Um, there are many Tonga that are played all over New Zealand in, in tribal rugby, and they're not disrespected the way you guys have disrespected that Tonga. And and once I put it to him like that, he sort of was like, Oh shit, you know. Um, you know, and to quote um quote him what, what he said, it was uh, mate, you have humbled me in my thinking and my ignorance. 
I, for one, being Māori, should have known better, but I didn't. You're definitely in a position to tell me, bro. We never want to disrespect anyone like we have. Um, and then he goes on to ask for the contact for Uncle Bull, the, you know, the guy who, who carved it. Um, so it was just a matter of me um, telling them how I felt personally mm. and, and and as well as other Māori, and not just Māori, Pākehā the same, bro. Um, I've seen conversations on Facebook and people are disgusted with the way um, you know, they've treated that particular Tonga while others haven't given a shit. And, and that's their prerogative, bro. You mm. know, we're not we're all going to think the same. Um, and even one of the bros messaged me last night. He goes, bro, you know, the Ranfurly Shield, you know, all these other trophies and that. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I said, but, you know, do your do your celebrating, you know, do whatever, but respect and look, look after that Tonga. And to see the photos, bro, that came out, um, you know, with gutting and, and to hear that, uh, the Crusaders, uh, as an organisation, tried to hide and sort of play down the severity of which that time was disrespected, was gutting as well, bro. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just um, how I thought about, it, bro. But um, you know, mad respect to um, to, to Cody Taylor. Um, he did ring Uncle Bill this morning, um, and and just apologised and said that he was sorry. And and Uncle Bill has said, hey, send it up home. I'll I'll try and restore it the best I can, and and uh, do a cut again and send it back to you guys. So, um. Yeah, I just was a bit gutted about there, bro. Awesome, bro. That's, I mean... But then I, was, then I was like, fuck, am I being a motor? And I'm like, nah. Nah, it had to be said, you know. And to see the TAB, they they, they put something on, you know, we hear that... That's the, um, what I saw. Yeah, we hear that um, the Tukotahi Aotearoa Tonga has been, you know, dropped this, that and the other. Um, who do you think done it? Yeah. And it was sort of made a mockery of, bro. Yeah, it was used as a marketing ploy. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck yous." I mean, you know, how? Why are you disrespecting that like mm. that? You know, why are you encouraging? The yeah, encouraging it, bro. That, that's exactly what it was. Um, and I wrote on, I wrote on Cody's Instagram page. Um, and is that where he responded to you? No, he responded to me personally. Oh. So I wrote that. Didn't, didn't even think that I would get a response. And then he DM'd me, bro, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I just just put it put it across, and we had really good conversation, bro. Um, and I took his apology as being very genuine. I mean, the fact that he has rung Uncle Bill shows me that he is. Mm. Um, but I know that there are a lot of whanau out there and a lot of Māori in particular that won't accept that apology and fully understand that. But um, I think once he was made aware, it was weird to me, bro, that he didn't think like that in the first place, being Māori, bro. That was probably the one stickler for him. I was like, bro, how could you not? It's How could that not be ingrained in you, bro? Mm, that, think- that's not how you treat Tonga, bro. I think that comes down as well, bro. And I'm not making an excuse for them whatsoever, but they're like, and this is, I know this is going to piss some people off when I say this, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of portai that we as Māori have to wear. Yes, going bro. into different spaces and going into different worlds. Like this this world that we're in, uh, you could argue isn't our world, so to speak. We, we, we are in a colonised world. Hmm. And so we have to, wear different hats going into different spaces. We can't often just be ourselves. And he he probably had his meathead jock rugby hat on that day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, bro, they've just won the, the Super Rugby Aotearoa. For, uh, you know, they've won it. And it's like, you know, adrenaline's pumping. You're stoked to uh, euphoria, achieve this goal with the boys. A bit of alcohol. Yeah. Everyone else is doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but hey, if, like you say, I, I believe you when you say his apology seems genuine. Yeah. So... 
awesome if Uncle can sort it out, sort out the tongue and get it back to them. Yeah, and hopefully they've, they listen this time. And and the whole story behind it, bro. Um, you know, there's a story of, of my um of my cousin, bro, Sam Doyle, who he played for Manawa too, Wellington, the Hurricanes, um, Maori All Black as well. Um, you know, on the on the underside of the tongue, it's got his his um Hurricanes number, so number eleven. There's actually a bat being carved into it as well because he he's loved Batman. For, for as long as he, he can remember. So a, a piece of him, I mean, he's got, he's going through his health struggles at the moment, bro, oh, yeah. um, with cancer. So um, to, to know about that story as well, bro, you know, just, yeah, added yeah. to me coming in hot, bro. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's part of, it's part of your fuckapapa, bro. So yeah. It doesn't surprise me at all that you got mm. fired up. But it is what it is. And yeah, they got to live with it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and just and, learn, eh? And that's it, bro. Yeah. And, and if he is genuinely sorry, which it sounds like he is, he's rung uncle up and apologized mm. and they're going to move forward. Like I'm stoked that your uncle is willing to fix the tonga. Oh, bro. I bro. thought he might just be like, nah, fuck yes. Bro, like, when, I, when I rang uncle Bill today, he was, it was water for ducks back. He goes, yeah, well, yeah, now nah, Cody rang this morning. And I was like, fuck, sweet. Man of his word. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't fault that, bro. Me. Yeah. Epic. So that um yeah, so that that brings us into the um there's actually the north south game that's coming up. Touch wood, they it gets played, you know. Um Oh, has that been confirmed? I thought that was just still like No, nah, it's definitely a thing. Oh, oh yeah. okay. I thought that was um so the, I thought that was the, 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 the criteria for it was um whether or not you play for the north or the south was it was who you first represented in provincial rugby. Oh yeah. So there there lies the conundrum. Um, I don't know. Just there lies the conundrum that um, you have both uh, Geordie and Scott Barrett, who first played for Canterbury. Oh yes. You couldn't get any more true or blue uh, Taranaki boys, bro, <laughs> from Opunaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet they're going to be representing the South Island. So it's interesting. Yeah, bro. So it was, you know, they were trying to work out obviously the union. So what is their first club? Club first provincial team. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So there were a few. That's out of it. It should be clubs. Well, yeah, should be clubs. But place of birth, maybe I don't yeah. know. I, I thought it just seemed weird that you'd have two Barrett brothers representing the South Island when they're definitely from. And there may be other and then scenarios. What, are, the, are the other two going to be the North Island? Or? Well, obviously, yeah. Um, yeah, Bodie started with Taranaki. Yeah. So. And so, on a, oh yeah, sweet. So you'd have oh yeah, crack up. So you got three brothers playing. Two are playing for the South Island. One's played for the North Island. So it shows me that that criteria of how they how they selected players to represent the North or the South Island. Doesn't work. Well, it's it's you know. But weird. It's weird, doesn't make sense. So you could have had but then the question is, okay, what about um players that weren't born in Aotearoa? Well, then you'd go back to obviously the first provincial team they played for. So um you know, guys like um, I see what you're saying too, because a lot of fellas that would have played club rugby overseas. No, but they would still play for a club here, right? They have yeah, to play well, for a club. yeah. Well, well obviously, club, club would work. Yeah, well, obviously not not born here, but obviously they got to think. Okay, so how do we? Who do they represent? The North or South Island? Yeah. Okay, so if they came over and played for Auckland first, then they'd represent the North Island. It just it just seems weird to me that you'd have three brothers and they're not all playing for the North Island when they're from Taranaki. And there may be other instances in that um, situation where teams weren't picked up from um, their place of birth and they've gone on to represent, you know, these other teams. So, yeah. That is weird, bro. Yeah. That is real weird. But I don't know how else you could have done it. I would have had either place of birth 
I mean, even could you have done first actual club team? Mm. You know, well, that's the, the only reason why I think that is because isn't that how Origins done? It's first club. Well, team? I mean, they make it. With well, I've do. heard, I've yeah. heard that. You know, I'm, I'm Queenslander, yeah. but I've heard that we've approached a few. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one I've, I've heard that Greg Inglis should really be had, had played for the Blues, bro. Yeah. Thurston as well. You right? know, so yeah. it's like what's happened there, right? Eh? Yeah. So then, so there you go. Then there's still chances that the the Barretts could play for the North. Oh. <laughs> if you go by Origin, <laughs> I mean, I, I think if they did it, how how I would have thought it would have gone, I dare say that the North Island would have thrashed the South Island. Yeah, and they would, and I suppose um, it's actually an All Black trial as well. Yeah, yeah so you sure. do want to have the best teams or the best players in New Zealand playing against each other, and have this, that's the best way to separate the talent. Then. Is what it is. Eh? That's epic, though. I I thought that was still at the rumor mill. I didn't realize that that I didn't realize that that was a definite thing. I yeah, that was, that's cool. That's me. Well, and, and well, I, thought, I, I have to admit, I'm for 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 a for a thirty year old uh, New Zealander male, I don't super get into rugby. Eh? No, nah. but lockdown and the the new competition. Um, how thing one day the super rugby. Oh, super rugby old Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's brought me back. And I've never been so excited about rugby. But in my that's life. you know, and that's if you can take a positive out of a negative, um, you know, that, that thirst that people have had for live sport coming out of um lockdown, you know, it, it was sort of a blessing in disguise for a lot of these live sports, you know. Obviously we haven't had the NRL in New Zealand, and it'd be interesting to see what Warriors crowds would have been had we been able to play in New Zealand. Mm. I dare say they would have been through the roof, but um like it like full credit to the guys the people who have put together that, that rugby competition. And the other thing is, bro, is that being derby games, I fear, granted the Chiefs haven't won a game. A lot of their games they've lost have been close losses, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Every New Zealand game is going to be tough, bro. The Blues, Chiefs, Hurricanes, Crusaders, Highlanders. Every week, those games are going to be mean. Whereas you see the Aussie equivalent, oh. you've got, bro, the Blues played... um. Who they play with them. Well, they have like 50 point differentials. The Reds, bro, you know, and it's just, you know, and then moving forward, we're looking at creating this new Super Rugby format and Aussie trying to fight for five teams, bro. It's like you haven't got the talent available. But, and as the chick didn't, didn't, didn't Australian rugby come and say, um, you have to have us in there or, or we're out, sort of like trying to make a demand of sorts. Well, there's, I mean, South Africa are trying to, you know, um, didn't Tony Brown turn around and be like, you guys can't even look after yourselves? Well, there was a couple us. of um, Super Rugby boys on the um, news last night, and they're like, oh, you know, we want it to be competitive. competitive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's the, I mean, the best Aussie team, you know, and well, we, they, we, we went through a patch. Who would it be? Who would be the best? Would it not oh, be the Reds? Well, not after the game against the Waratahs on the weekend, bro. They got pumped by 40, 40 odd points. Waratahs. Okay. I mean, the Western Force are back in the comp, but they've been getting beaten. I don't think they've won a game. Yeah. So it's like, you're not, yeah, I see where they, like, it would be in the perfect world, five New Zealand teams, five Aussie teams, but you've got to have five good, good teams. teams. Yep. Like, we, we went through a massive patch, bro, where Super Rugby. Australian team couldn't beat us, bro. And it was, and I can't remember who was the first team that we lost. Maybe the Blues lost to one of them, but it was a massive stretch of games, bro. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't they won? They won like three games in like X amount of years. Yeah, bro. It was it was stupid. It was like why are we why are we playing these guys? Yeah, you know. 
So I don't know. It's interesting to see. Um, but I always go back to um, to lockdown, whether or not these future events are going to happen. Because well, there's talk of having um, rugby championship all played in New Zealand. Um, that's up in there. So no, nah, we're uh, in interesting times, bro. And that's yeah. the thing, right? Like this game that's meant to be happening in the weekend too. Like, well, we go. Okay, what day is the game happening? It's Sunday. It's basically Sunday. Okay, so it should be out of. Well, it should be. It should be it should definitely be, on. Should be going ahead, but we all have an inkling of what's going to happen, yeah. which we're probably going to speak about yeah. in our next segment. Absolutely, um, bro. And our next segment, we'll talk about upcoming referendums um, about some weed <laughs> in the Patrick end of Cow. the end of life choice um, referendum as well. So. Uh, and obviously, you know, moving into lockdown as we did at midday today. A few other things: differing of opinions, online debates with friends or strangers. Um, I'll get your take on that, bro, because sure, I get caught in sometimes too much, and I need to pull myself out. But sometimes you just can't help yourself, bro. Mm. You know, because you see something, you just and you should just scroll past. And a lot of the times, it's just to rack it up. But yeah, it's it's very interesting times, eh? But yeah, and definitely, like, it's something we need to be aware of um, for when level four comes. Nah. <laughs> for, for, for lockdown. Don't even, don't even go there. For, for lockdown, like, because, look, people are going to be scrolling. Like, yeah. so it's definitely worth talking about because we want to give people an insight into what can and well, what, what, can, what, what is happen. happening. Yeah, what happens because <laughs> it's hectic, man. Nah, see you, We'll catch you up soon, Fano. Sure. Sure. Kia ora welcome back to Kazi Kōrero with my good, fr- good bro, good fro, good bro. <laughs> Got a good fro happening at the moment. Got that lockdown here still going. It's going, bro, and it looks <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Heaps of fix. Hōwepa Temuana, bro. Upcoming referendums, we've got a couple in Aotearoa at the moment. Mm. Um, the one is whether or not we um, legalise or decriminalise weed. Mm. And the other one is end of life choice. So we'll talk about weed first. Um, bro, I, I grew up in a whanau where um, I, see, I saw a lot of weed. Yep. <laughs> Old man was the man about town and watered it back in the days. Um and I also saw the effect that um, being involved in drugs had on him, bro. Mm. So I was exposed to the, the the negative side of drug taking from an early age, bro, and, and how it affected him and how it affected our whanau. And I carried that, um, you know, pretty much my whole life. Um, I always saw it as a negative thing because how, how it affected him. And I probably saw the extreme of it, bro. Uh, but in saying that, I, I think, you know, he might have been dabbling in a few other things too when I saw him at his worst. Um, with regards to referendum, bro, um, medicinal, bro, fuck, all for it, bro, definitely. Um, with regards to, you know, just having a, having a smoke with your mates, I've never touched stuff, bro, and I don't think I ever will. Um, that's honest, bro, honest, honest, you know, hand on heart, I've never touched it. I've never wanted to touch it, um, but my views on it have have. Definitely, you know, to the point where, bro, if that's what you do, that's what you do. It's all good. Um, so, yeah, I think people are doing it now, mm. you know. Um, <laughs> what like, what are the pros and cons for legalising it? 
Um, just give us your views on that, bro. Yeah, I think like decriminalizing it allows for like public like education, pretty much like how it works, why it has the effect that it does, when you should and when you should not use it. Hmm. I think that is probably a big proponent for it to be approved or to go forward. Um, I'm I'm similar to yourself, bro. Like I saw a lot of the negative effects when I was younger. Saw it in those extremes, and as I reflect, probably weed probably wasn't the only thing that these people that I use in as an example or have in as an example in my head probably wasn't the only thing they were consuming at the mm. time. Um, so for, I was anti for ages. Yep. Like I was, I was the dude that was just like, oh, "You're a loser if you smoke weed." I mm. was that fellow at school. Um, I'm not too sure what changed my mind on that to be honest it's funny enough now i'm actually way more anti-cigarettes than i am weed bro yeah yeah, yeah. i fucking hate cigarettes yeah. but for weed um yeah i think there just needs to be a lot more education around it's like just how it works it's why you get the reactions where the paranoia comes from for those that get paranoid where the <laughs> hunger where the hunger comes from for those that get hungry but I just honestly, like, as, as we all know, as, as Councillor Dinny says, education is key. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, like like me, bro, I it's actually funny. Do you know what, bro? This is going to sound weird. But I actually probably think I should smoke more weed, to be honest. It's weird. I don't I don't really smoke weed at all. I'll dabble now and then with yeah. mates, but I don't smoke it often. But I always think, man, I should do this more often because <laughs> I just come away, bro. And, I, and I'm not talking about during the high. I'm talking about after, like days or even a week after, I feel really enlightened. Oh, me. And open. Some heavy corded or during. I, maybe, bro. Yeah. Definitely. I wouldn't even say during, but definitely like in the 48 hours after. Yeah. Like I'll go to sleep and wake up, and then that's typically when I'll get into a deeper meaningful with someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll listen to a podcast that hits me another way, or I'll listen to a song that I've listened to 20 times before, and it hits me <laughs> another way. So it's weird, bro. Like I, I say this to my missus quite often. I reckon I should be smoking more weed. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't, but I, I reckon I should yeah, be. Like yeah. it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to say, but um. Yeah, I, I honestly don't – yeah, I think I'm leaning more towards, like, yes, let's do it because I just can't see too many negatives. If we have enough education around it, then I feel like it will prevent a lot of those um, other things that, that can happen, like the, the paranoia, the playing up, the, yeah. the being an egg, the mental health issues. I, for a long time, I actually thought the mental health was, like, it's, it's propaganda. Like no one gets depressed or falls into psychosis. No, that's not true at all. Fed mates go through it. Oh. It definitely happens. Like the, the the weed, if used incorrectly, like anything else that can be mistreated yeah, or misused, Alexis. it can lead them down a pretty dark path, yeah. depression and stuff like that. So yeah, education is key, and unfortunately they don't educate you on what's illegal, do they? Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose like the, like you talk about a few um, negative um, impacts on a couple of the bros, and it's, I suppose it's because we're all different, eh? We re react to things differently, eh? Well, a lot of people you'll find as well, like, you know, both of us being involved in the hospitality industry and entertainment industry, like, you look at those, there's always those token dudes who drink a bit, I wouldn't say a bit much, but react differently on the piss. Oh, okay? absolutely. Okay, can be silly buggers. Yeah, absolutely. I'll put my hand up and say straight away, like, yeah. I, I know if I drink a certain substance, mm. <laughs> Bacardi, <laughs> that, Bacardi hips that, comes that, out. that I'm an egg. And I think like yeah part of it's chemical stuff but i think part of it too is probably what you have going on 
Yeah, bro. Yep. What you have going on, I know what you're saying emotionally, but maybe like your fighter type of fire, you know, how you're going physically, emotionally, mentally. Yeah. That stuff comes out to play because you lose, what they say, you lose the inhibitions. Yeah. So those barriers that are up that stop you from being an egg, they're, they're <laughs> gone now. And you were egg. <laughs> and not, not for everyone. Yeah. But and I'm speaking very generally here, of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, yeah, legal. I I battle to see any downside to legalizing it. I can only really see upside just Positive, personally. Yeah. yeah. Just because the education just allows people to be educated. Mm. No, nah, it's, it's interesting, eh? Um, yeah, I definitely, like I said, I've, I've lightened my stance on it. Um, and saying that, I wasn't like, you know, looking at people, looking down on people because they did. It's like, it was but just. I was. Well, yeah. I, I, used to, I, I used to be like that. And I wasn't like that, bro. It was just that, personally, I won't touch the stuff. Mm. Um, and because of, of my reasons, you know, what I'd seen happen growing up. Um, but then I, I've been around heaps of bros, you know, when they've had a smoke, any of the best guys to be around, bro. But I will never understand one of the big things that, it doesn't irk me, I wouldn't go that far, but one of the things I've never understand, I've got mates that do this, have a sesh, go to town. <laughs> have a night out. Bro, as soon as I have a smoke, I just want to feed in bed. Oh, it's just... Or watch a trippy movie. Yeah. Like, I quite, like, my favourite thing, bro, to, to watch if I've had a smoke is March of the Penguins. <laughs> bro, that's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. So, like, in that respect, like, I just don't understand. But then again, that's that's different biochemistries, right? There's there's parts that these fellas probably know or understand of themselves a bit better, mm. and that can only come from education. And so that's why I don't see any downside. Yeah, we saw there's um, a clip on Facebook at the moment that was close for, but um, with, yes, bro. with Nick Smith, I think his name yeah. is, and two completely different ends yep. of the spectrum. Two completely mate. different worlds. And and I and just listening to her court at all, um, I think she bloody what you know wiped the floor with him, mm. um, and just how, how she approached it, you know, and it, just clear, concise, and you know he he was just to me it was he was dwelling on negative, and I was like man, she like you said off here, you know, people were doing it, you know, anyway. That's it. So he he was kind of coming at it like he was saying, okay, if we legalize this and let people smoke it, it's like hang on a minute. People will already smoke. Already, it. Yeah. We don't need to let people do it. Yeah. To for people to have access to it. They've got access to it. They've got unsafe access to mm. it. They're accessing a substance that cannot be tested, cannot be regulated. So allowing that regulation, allowing those tests to make sure that what they're consuming is of a certain quality or standard, they can only be positive. Yeah, it was a real interesting debate, bro. She schooled him. Mm. She schooled him hard. But you know, he's not alone in his thoughts. I think there's a, there's a, with politics in general, bro, there's a big changing of the guard happening. Yeah, absolutely. There's a huge changing of the guard happening. So, oh, so you know, legalizing it, it'll just be regulated much like alcohol. Yep. Yeah. And it's, because I think he was going, oh, you'll get people at work and they'll be staying. It's like, will they, they? Like, really? Yeah. They'd be willing to. Well, that's like people are thinking in extremes, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're not hot, you're cold. Like, yeah. That, to me, that's pretty ridiculous. Like, yeah, okay, a, a few more people might smoke at work, but you, like, just like any, like most work contracts tell you you can't be drunk at work. Yes. You can just it's gonna put be it, the same. You can have that same clause in there. Yeah. Like, we all know not to get on the piss at work. Yeah. <laughs> Our drinking's legal, but we don't drink at work yeah. just, you know, because yeah. it's legal. Yeah. 
like uh, that's stupid. Yeah, here's so, some faith in humanity. Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a, to me. It's a bit of a silly <laughs> argument. I loved it when she called him out though, and 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 said like because he said something along the lines of, oh, you know, like I've got daughters, um, you know, and I don't want them growing up in an unsafe world. And she was just like, you're ignorant to think that your daughters don't have access to this already. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm. And it's like he'd never, ever considered that before. And yeah. His brain just imploded yeah. at even processing that thought. Bro. <laughs> he was like, oh, 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 oh. I was audibly cracking up. Like I was actually yeah. lol in my seat. <laughs> Watching that, bro. So I think you sent it to me or tagged me or yeah. something, and I just I lost it. Oh, crack it! So that's uh the first one. That's and the uh, weed referendum, and obviously, um, you know, very, very well. They're both serious, Tucky and Kaipapa, but end of life choice, bro. Like, yeah. Well, I don't even know where to begin with this one. This yeah. is something that is definitely way beyond my depth. I'll just I'll start by saying yep. just briefly. Um, growing up in a um, in a spiritual home, Christian home. Um, ending your life wouldn't be an option with regards to you know religion, net. Yeah. But then I think, man, would you want your whanau to live in pain, bro? For the you know, not knowing when they're going to pass away, how long they're going to be in pain for. Uh, so I'm definitely of the mind that you know, if it was, yeah, one of my dear loved ones. Um, and I saw them in pain day in and doubt 24 hours a day. Um, if it was their choice, then I'd probably, yeah, say, yeah. Yeah, it's... Be, yeah, this, you know, be, be, be at peace. This is one of those things, I guess, where we need to kind of actually study or have a look into what the actual legislation entails mm. because, like you're saying, like that, that pain... Like we definitely don't want people to go through that. Mm. But my my only worry becomes when you have things like power of attorney, right? Mm. And and like if someone's like in so much pain or not of sound mind and they want to do it, like how do you True, bro, it's like a how, great point. How do you how do you how do you okay that yeah. or, or, or not okay? Yeah, how do you differentiate yeah that or not that's the part for me and get the waters get a bit muddy yeah get me out of here get oh, yeah. oh no i don't want to go yeah 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 because like we've, we've all we've we've all been like we've all been hung over on a sunday and go fuck kill me now yeah <laughs> not saying that people, fml yeah not saying that people are gonna want to invoke yeah but yeah during a hangover but we've all been uh, like it's, it's very akin to what we talked about with the transgender stuff last last episode mm. is that you might make a decision now that you might regret a bit later so that's like what I want more clarity and understanding yeah. around is the, is the, I'm trying to look it up as we're talking. And I think I've, maybe I'm taking a bit of a, I don't know if I'm taking a, just a narrow-minded approach, but I'm thinking, yeah, I, I didn't, it's an actually um, very interesting point you brought up there, bro. Mm. You know, the, someone might not be in their right mind mentally to make that decision, you know. Here we go. The end of life. Choice Bill allows New Zealand citizens or permanent residents aged 18 or older to request assisted dying, provided that they suffer from a terminal illness that is likely to end their life within six months and are in an advanced state of irreversible decline in physical capability and experience unbearable suffering that cannot be relieved in a manner that the person considers tolerable. So, yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of okay with it until that word tolerable came up because... Tolerable is a matter of perception. 
Oh, there you go. And has the ability to understand the nature of assisted dying mm. and is competent to make an informed decision. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty blurry because the end part is up for interpretation. Well, and, it, and it, I suppose that poses the other question is that what if you're in a state where you cannot communicate verbally? Yeah, true. Um, you know, you're, you're mute. You can't actually say, kill me now. Um, how, how, how does someone verbalize? Wanting to wanting to go in that regard. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's the the, the waters of that one are still muddy for me. I guess. I mean, if, if we just like, for, I guess, for sake of conversation, us being here today, ask the question: Do we believe that people should have the right to take their own life if they want to? Yeah. I'm saying no. Yeah. If, when, when you put it like that, I'd probably be the same too, bro. I'm, Absolutely. I'm saying no, and. Man, I'm not even sure why. My just initial gut reaction is well. The thing is, well, we both know people that have committed suicide, bro. Yeah, true. So when when you put it like that in those words, you know, people have taken their life, bro. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's going to be a rabbit hole that I'm going to have to go down and actually have a have a look at the legislation and learn a bit more for us to discuss at a later time because I know I don't know near anywhere near enough. But yeah, just from what we've discussed today, I'm I'm leaning now. Mm, interesting. I hate people to suffer, but yeah, it's just yeah, fuck. it's massive. <laughs> yeah, this, this is huge. It's huge. Well, there was and I missed it. There was a lady on um, the news a couple of nights ago, and she had. She has terminal cancer, mm. and um, she said no to it, bro. And I wish I had have seen. It. I might try and find it. So uh, it would have been. She said no to end of, end, Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah euthanasia. She was not not for it. But I wish I had have seen that. So I might try and find that online. Um, yeah, two massive cope up there, bro. Bro, um, bro. Moving into lockdown level two for. <laughs> <laughs> well, level three for for um, Auckland. Yeah. And moving into level two, we moved in at midday today. Mm-hmm. Um, just thoughts on that, bro? But we're going to level four, man. <laughs> Straight out the bat, we're going to yeah. like, if, like the country's going back into lockdown again. Mm. Like, for like four cases, same Fano as of yesterday and today. We didn't know how they got it. Just magically, you guys have got it now. Mm. Um, there's so much information we have to digest, bro. It's a hundred days, like 103, 104 days of nothing, and, and all of a sudden, after the hundred day milestone. So, obviously, like what? So, so let's like explore some of the theories. So, the th- there's theories that people have had it, but they've just lied and not told anyone or been low key and they've not said anything. So, that's how it survived the hundred days, and then now. People are experiencing it, so how? Like, I don't understand. Bro, how these do you know anyone that's hit it? No, nah, I don't know anyone that's hit it. Well, I don't know anyone that's hit it. Yeah. Amy doesn't know anyone that's hit it. Has your partner? Does she know anyone back home? No. Nah. And I'm just like, bro. I went to tennis one night. I just been, does anyone know anyone that had that has had COVID nineteen? Mm. They looked at me like I was stupid. Like, nah. <laughs> Straight up, bro. And I was like, far out. But then you hear these stories, yeah, my such and such. And I'm, like, I'm not denying that there is a virus that is killing people, bro. No yeah, way. No. There's definitely something out there. What to, to 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 what degree and the seriousness of the seriousness of the virus? That's what I would 
question mark. As our mate Mal Barnes would say, it's just been highly exaggerated. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, it's, not to throw him under the bus, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I could put my tin foil hat on, and it's quite funny because if you have an opinion that doesn't align with someone else, you call it a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and and it is what it, it's a laugh, and it's it's sort of. Um, you know, your your opinions so far at the I'm gonna it doesn't align with me, I'm gonna call you a conspiracy theory. It's like it's cool, man. hundred and ten percent like know that it exists, but I yeah. definitely think that the reaction to it is just fucking yeah. exaggerated and unwarranted. And it's um you, you see conversations online and it's you know differing of opinions. Right, that's my Facebook at the moment. It's the I call I call it um I call it uh Sheeple Central versus Woke United. It's like a big football game. <laughs> Bro, but let's have let's have these conversations. And I'm I'm fucking guilty sometimes. I'll shut down someone's opinion, which I, you shouldn't do, right? But you just you yeah you do it. Yeah. And I own it. But let's have these conversations as to why as to why you feel that way. And, you know, I've seen people say, oh, you know, people mocking the government, um, you need to wake up, blah, 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 they've done, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, if everyone agreed with your opinion, then everyone would vote for the same party. Yeah. I mean, we all have a different opinion. Election years are going to be interesting, you know, like all these, like COVID's obviously a big part of election. Yeah. It has to be. It's, it's pretty much, it's, it's what has been done. So what our current government have done current government have done versus what the other ones can convince everyone they would have done better. Mm. That's like going to be coming out in the next few weeks. I think from a personal standpoint, bro, is that obviously we went into lockdown for as long as we did. Um, we did well as a country. We were told we did well as a country. Um, you know, we were going to have these managed isolation facilities. The borders were going to be controlled. Then um, all of a sudden, 103 or four days later, we've got community transmission. It's like, Someone's not pulling their weight, but yeah, I mean, the team of five million, as we were told, did, did the mahi collectively as 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 a, as a unit, and it, we're back in level. <laughs> I just love like what I love about, and and I'm not saying I love the fact we're going back into lockdown. I don't I don't love that at all. I, I immediately feel for our essential workers, and for our hospital people who will be, you know put at risk financially just everyone bro yep. i mean look at how many businesses have closed down bro you know these yep. like massive these a lot of these chains have just shut down bro just and then all of a sudden people were out of mahi bro what i'm loving though this time around like last time this lockdown happened no one really questioned it like there was like oh this is shit but yeah okay this time bro everyone's just like no Fucking explain to us why. Yeah. Like, tell us why yeah. we are, go what has gone wrong. We 100%, want an explanation. Yeah. Whereas before, people kind of just bent over and took it. Yeah, we made the sick for us. Whereas now everyone actually wants to know, nah, like, if you're going to make us do this shit, like, tell us, tell us why we're doing it. Because, yeah. because last time, you know, what we've done, we, we've, we feel like we've already sacrificed, sacrificed enough, right? Mm. And rightly so. Like, everyone, I feel like everyone has given up a shitload. Like I know, I know you have personally. Mm. I know a lot of other people have. So, yeah, it's an it's an interesting. It's definitely a different dance the second time mm. around. That's the only way I can say it. I mean, I you know I'm quite fortunate that it's, it's just Amy and I, bro. But I feel for young young young, young Farno, bro, with with children and that. Um, you know, and it's it's not as black and white as you know we leave the country open and. You know, we let community transmission happen and 
you know, we have to stay safe. Yep. But it's it's those questions, bro. And like you say, compared to the last time, you said, I'm seeing it a lot more, bro, that people were asking questions. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, uh, how I saw um, a lot of people were thinking uh, sort of along the same lines as me was by what they posted, bro. Mm. And it was like, oh, yeah. And then you'd po- I'd post something and then people would comment. And I sort of worked out that way who was on that same plane of thinking, bro. Mm-hmm. And it was good, bro. Um, and other people, you, you definitely not have these conversations with, you know, because they call you conspiracy theorists. Yeah. But you, that's the thing. Like, we're kind of in a place where the the sheeple are calling the conspiracy theorists the conspiracy theorists and the conspiracy theorists are calling the sheeple the sheeple. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's an out of it. We shouldn't even be calling each other that, bro. Exactly, we should bro. just be saying. And that's the point I want to make. You think this way, I think this way. Let's talk. Let's talk and, 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 and let's have a conversation as to why. Because we've both probably got parts of the truth. Let's sync up our truths mm. to find the real truth. But it's almost like, no, I've got all the truth. You've got all the lies. Yeah. So no, let's share parts of our truth. Yeah. To, but you know, the, the the questions, you know. We went to the questions like, how on earth did this? How on earth did this happen after hundred days of, of, yeah, of no cases? For this to happen, there must have been some failures in managed isolation. So what? What failures existed? AKA the people running away, yeah. and taking off. How was that allowed to happen? Did that have any sort of knock-on effect to what's going on? Um, you know, how many of those people that were infected? have now been or have been cleared but now they've gone on to see family and now those family or that family then got affected mm. like there's so many questions bro that we're just not having answered but i mean i'm a stats man oh absolutely so yeah. like when i see the stats and like i hate to make the common flu comparison but when you see that a lot of the stats are no better or no worse than the flu it's like man why is such a big reaction to this mm. And I know I'm going to sound like a tinfoil header here because oh, like oh. screaming at the speaker, but that's just from what I've seen. Yeah. Well, there's this thing called a gut feeling, bro. Yeah. And and that knows that knows nothing about stats. You just have to just, to me, bro. You just watch things. You know, saying, okay, well, you know, what, what, okay, why is it happening? Why are we being told this? Um, why did the COVID nineteen ads all of a sudden pop up on TV again? Um, you know, another thing is, you know, people have said, well, we knew it was coming that we'd be going back into lockdown. And we're not fully there yet, but if we are um, heading that way, and then other people are saying, well, they've warned us, they've warned us, so just accept it. And it's like, yeah, okay, so have they warned us to warn us? Or have they warned us because they knew they were going to implement something? Mm. That's tin for hat, but that's yeah, you yeah. know. But I can understand that both of those perspectives. Yeah. Like, but the truth is, we don't know. Yeah. Well, so the truth is, you and I. Well, I don't know. I'm mm. guessing you, you'd say you don't know either. No, no. But, but, I, there's, yeah. but there's people out there that claim to know. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's interesting watching them engaged and watching them get frustrated that no one believes yeah. them when they say that they know. Yeah. They know. Um, so bro, yeah, another thing was South Island, though, bro. Like, that's like they're getting punished. I was like, they're, they're, they're an island within a country that is two islands, and you go to level two. 
Oh, and they got one of the worst like centers, you know, that the rest homes and stuff that are down yeah, there. Yeah. That um that that place that had that beer festival or meat festival or whatever it was. Like they've got some of the worst hotspots. So but I look I understand your frustration because I like as soon as it got announced, like I was pissed off. Because yeah. I was like, fuck man, like not necessarily for me personally, but definitely for like the mental health of friends and family and stuff like that that I know have been affected already. By the last lockdown, yeah. I know they're not themselves. It's so. quite interesting you touched on that, bro, because he was um, got involved in, in the in a thread today, and one lady wrote that um, if we do go back into another lockdown, the mentally other people were just gonna, you know, go through the roof. And then one guy wrote, "Oh, it's all good. We got plenty of counsellors." And I said, "Yeah, because they've helped the suicide rate in New Zealand, eh?" And then do he goes, "Oh, that, he goes, oh, but that's not COVID related." I said. Yeah, but it shows the effectiveness of the councillors, doesn't it? That we've got suicide rates as high as we... But I don't even question, like, do we have a lot of councillors? I don't think we do. Well, he says, well, we've got a good... We've got good... You know, I'm like, bro, really? Mm. Like, I could sort of see where he was coming from, but I was like, bro, people are, are walking the tightrope as we speak, bro, mm. with their livelihoods, bro. Going back into lockdown, boom. The, the house of cards just crumbles, bro. But that's it. I mean, like, when, when things like because, I mean, this is happening suddenly, right? This is happening without warning. Oh, much. yeah. So you think of, like, you know, I know we've, we've spoken a lot about businesses, but all businesses have employees. Employees are just regular people like you and I. Yeah. With employees to these to these businesses. And that's no disrespect to business owners. I know business owners, there's a stigma that all business owners are rich because oh. you own a business. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking another quarter at all. But like, that shit fucks me up too. Oh, bro, that fires me up. Because I see how hard uh, my employees work, bro. Yeah, yeah. David and Cheryl, bro, they bust their ass, bro. Yeah. And they just haven't been. That's a thing, bro. Oh, they're rich. They own this, that, and the other. It's like, it's, bro. What are you even on about? What are you been? You haven't been smoking weed. You've been smoking that fucking synthetic shit. shit. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. Like, I just worry for you know people. People have a distrust, a distrust in what's going on, and so when when things normalize, when they want to go back to mahi, they're not as committed because they're like, this could be taken from me any time. Mm. So then that plays into their mental health. Um, that's no good for the employees because the employers, no, sorry, the employers because the employees aren't working as hard. It's all there's this big knock on effect. I don't have the solution, yeah, but I'm just saying that's where my concerns are, yeah, around this whole thing. Is that, yeah, shit, we're gonna be locked inside for a little while, but I am more concerned with like I've got friends and stuff that are not been able to go home. You know, that live overseas, they haven't been able to go back, they've been here in Aotearoa. Super grateful and super stoked that they're here because they'd rather be here than anywhere else in the world. Mm. But ultimately they haven't seen their family since yeah, February. Bro. Absolutely. So they're going through stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just nuts, bro. Yeah, it's that's, huge. That's the disheartening part about it. Yeah. Like, when I see that announcement, I was like, fuck man, this is gonna be so much more weight on people. We're only covering like a small portion of what it is. I mean, it's just a, it's just a teardrop in the ocean. But um, when we come back shortly, we'll um we'll talk a little bit more about that and uh Move on to a few other things. So, cheer for our note. Kia ora whanau. Welcome back to Kazi Kōrero. We've talked a little bit about the Warriors, bit of Super Rugby, um, upcoming referendums, 
the current lockdown we moved in today. <laughs> um, and just to sort of round it out, bro, you know, apparently we're only going to be here till midnight on Friday. What are your thoughts, bro? What do you see happening from now till then? Look, I, we, we talked before about, like, gut feeling. Uh, I reckon we're going to be in here for longer, man. Yeah. Like, I reckon, as I said, I hate to see it just before we went to break. I hate to see it, and I'm gutted because I know the effect that it will have on people. Yeah. But I just can't see, like, and it's what these, because what's the plan that these four just go away in the next three days and then we're back to normal? Like, yeah. Because it takes longer than three days to go away, doesn't it? Well, it's just, it's also where they've been too, I suppose. It's going to be taken into consideration, so. Was it like, because apparently they've been to Rotorua. Apparently they've been everywhere, bro. (laughs) So, yeah, well, like, I don't get how, you know, if this is our reaction of locking down our biggest centre. Super city. The super city. They called it, the hero called it. Super city. If they're locking that down from four cases of the same household, yeah. Imagine if they get one more case in a different yeah. household. That's Boom. Fucking next level. God. Eight people. Ten yeah. people. So yeah, it's that's fucked, man. So I can't see it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I'm trying not to be too optimistic. Even my tone of voice is depressing. <laughs> like I'm trying not to be so too pessimistic. And I know my tone of voice is like whingy and groany and then but yeah, I just can't like we we're going to another level i reckon we kind of fall it's an, it's definitely interesting times um not only in our nation's history but in world history bro um we're at a crossroads i think honestly and it's it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of uh 2020 plays out bro um bro just to quickly touch on melbourne um you know whenever you argue a point everyone online you know that sort of is sort of against going into lockdown the comeback is always well. Just look at Melbourne. You know, look at look, look at what's happening in uh, Victoria. Mm. Um, I haven't really looked into too much of it, and I haven't heard much from Fano that are living there. Um, but what I have seen is a few clips of, uh, for example, I saw one yesterday where a young girl was um, she was fucking pretty much strangled by a police officer, bro. And it, from what I gathered, it was from um, not having um, a mask on. Oh yeah. So what are your thoughts on that, bro? Because we've got oh, just quickly. Masks, um, I hear things they don't do much at all. Um, today, the Prime Minister suggested if you don't have access to a mask, you can either wear a bandana or a scarf across your face. To me, it's fucking stupid. Mm. I don't know what a scarf's going to do in terms of um, preventing you contracting a virus. Um, but just to see that shit, bro, um, happening across the ditch, it's, it's on our back doorstep, the way that... Um, this has been enforced, bro. I thought, fuck, that's yeah. pretty freaky, bro. And this cop went in hard on this chip, bro, this young girl. And I was like, holy shit, bro. So what are your thoughts, cuz? My understanding, bro, from the people that I've talked to and I've communicated friends and family that live in Melbourne is that they're only allowed out for like an hour a day. Shit. So if they get seen out beyond that hour, that's when you get a million questions. And if you're not wearing your mask when you're out for that hour, that's when you can get handled like that. I know there's only like two or three videos floating around, yeah. but... Apparently, it's like the people I've spoken to on the phone, through Mahi even, like it sounds like it's happening a lot. It sounds like they are out there fucking getting manhandled heaps. Yeah. So have you got mates over there that are sort of, um, obviously, they're wearing masks, sweet ass, and is there anyone sort of against it that you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they've told you there? Both both sides. So 
it's actually funny enough. It's actually the ones that are willing to wear the mask that have told me about the stuff they've seen the cops doing and like, um, not military, but like almost like private security types, like the way they've been treating people. Yeah. The people that refuse to wear masks are just not going outside because they don't want the drama because they know they'll probably get a punch in the face. Just do it because, because yeah, just <laughs> they, do it. They stay at home and don't wear their mask. But it's the one who's the ones who are wearing the mask. They're the ones who are witnessing some of the drama that I'm hearing about. Uh, um, so, but it's real. I'm, I'm torn with the mask thing. Yeah. Personally, you asked for my perspective yeah, on it. Yeah. I'm torn. Two reasons I'm torn. If you and I are naked yep. and I piss, I'm going to hit you with my piss. Yeah. If you wear a mask, a.k.a. taro, you put some pants on, I piss, I hit your taro and it gets a little bit on you, but not as much. Mm. I wear a mask, a.k.a. I wear a taro, I wear pants, I piss, and only wets me. Mm. It doesn't wet you. So that's kind of how I see mm. one version of the mask. Second... If I fart, bro, you smell it. That means if you smell it, the poo particles touch your nose. Yeah, bro. So if me farting goes through my cloth and my pants, goes through your mustache and into your nose, what the fuck's a mask going to do? Yeah, bro. So I'm torn, and, and, I'm torn and, between those two analogies. Yes, yeah. and that's the thing, bro. Like you, nah, but it, and if you actually take the comedic value out of it, it's good serious, bro. Mm. And it's like, what is a mask going to do? But I also question, like, um, you know, people, you know, like may have autism or things like that, or people that just like don't like people touching them, yeah, 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 or don't like things, don't actually for me, uh, you know medical reasons or whatever, don't actually like things covering their face, bro. How's how's that going to be enforced, bro? Mm. You know, it's it's and autism's not the kind of disability you can always see from a distance. So if you see someone who's not wearing it because they've got this condition, yes, bro. Next minute they're getting mobbed by. Yeah, a policeman, yeah. or 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 some or some citizen on patrol who thinks they're doing stick like kids. I mean, I don't know if there's if there's a certain age where you see, have to... kids don't have to do it, right? Yeah, don't they? I'm pretty sure. So why not? I'm pretty sure kids don't have to wear them because they're like at a way less chance. But why? Like, based way, on what? Like just because they have ultimate immune systems. Yeah, well, fuck the kids. Know. But apparently, apparently, kids don't have to wear masks. Yeah, it just doesn't. Bro, like, yeah, you, I know you've got more than one nephew. Yep. But speaking of the weapon, but how hard is it to get him to sit down for five minutes? Oh, Do bro, you? today he jumped <laughs> on the podcast and he was he was spinning around in a steam. And... So, like, I know, like, I've I've got nieces and nephews that I babysit sometimes and look after, or I'm there for bath time, trying to get clothes on them. Is a mere mission, bro, bro? I tried to get his top back on him tonight. <laughs> nah, nah. Imagine trying to put a mask on them. Yeah. Dude. So, look, I know that the, the practicality isn't what people are arguing. We're talking about safety here. And so... I Bro, I'm like, if you wear a mask and I don't wear a mask, at least you'll be safe from the virus. What's that? If I wear one? Yeah. And you don't? I don't wear one. And I haven't got COVID. No, apparently, though, that... So, if I wear the mask, apparently that's for your protection. Because if I've got it, then it just keeps it to me. That's the argument. But I'm... You're wearing a mask, though, so I should be sweet. Yeah, yeah. So that's so that's like like the the mask is designed to contain it to the person wearing the mask. It's not to or you can just to stay, stop you from receiving. It's to stop you from giving. Or just stay the fuck home. Yeah, <laughs> just stay home. Yeah, I just lucky we're um, six feet away from each other during this podcast and our yeah, studio. Yeah, lucky you're over there in the garage. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, bro. It's just personally, I'm like. If, if I'm definitely showing symptoms of 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 something, 
yeah, fuck, I'll chuck a mask on. Yeah. But looking at you now, I'm, a, I'm assuming you're in good health. Yeah. And I, I'm, I feel I'm in good health. Um, but we told to, we told to wear a mask. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, what, what are we, and I know, know we're gonna have people screaming at the podcast right yeah, now. Fuck, going, go for you it. Know, you're the fucking reason we're in this fucking place because you won't wear a mask. You no, won't stay yeah, we'll, we'll prove that. Prove it to us. Mm. Like, prove it to me. Like, come on. Like, honestly. And uh, to, like to your point before about like, do I know someone that's had it? No, I don't. Do you know someone? No, you don't. Do you mentioned that your wife doesn't know anyone. But else? we know it's happening. We're yeah. not. We're not denying that. Yeah, 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 definitely not denying that. And we went into lockdown and. And we closed the borders, and and the team of five million um, helped in terms of controlling COVID nineteen. Well done, Aotearoa. But yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. How are we back here, eh? Yeah, bro. How, how, how are we on the cusp of, <laughs> of going back to Auckland? Is one level away from level four, bro? And it's like far out. Right? Like, how are we back here? Like, and I don't. But mean, we've had rugby. We've had, we've had rugby guys touching each other. And I don't mean that rhetorically. I don't mean like, how are we here? Yeah. I mean, tell me, like, show yeah. me. Yeah. How are we here? Yeah. You've how, just made how, this. How are we here? Okay, so we have got these people. Okay, how did they get it? Yeah. Like, or community transition. Okay, we just come. Well, we don't. We can't go that. Well, yeah. Why not? You've had a lot of shit in place. You've had oh, just closed. Just believe. Just you know. Just do everything right that you're told. Yeah. Okay. Just. You're not allowed to question it, bro. Like it's on the news, so just believe, believe it. Believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know we're gonna get the tin, but I'm like, I just want to challenge like critical thinkers. Like, just look at it. Like, how like how are we here? Like, can we can someone explain it to us? How are we back here? Yeah. I think another thing, like in terms of um, because obviously people are are, are, thr- are frightened about about the virus, um. And I think from my point of view, I've, I've done understand that people's fears and concerns are very real. Um, and sometimes, like, you know, I think, oh, okay, yeah. But I've got to acknowledge that fact, bro. Mm. Um, but also, I don't feel the same sort of fear, bro. No. And then it's almost like I'm sort of like, oh, well, you're blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, well, it's like what, like, what are you afraid of? Like right now, tell me, tell me what you're afraid of. Well, I'm, I'm like, I'm real corny. Like, I don't have really have like fear. Like, I'm not afraid of sharks and all that sort yeah. of thing. I'm, if I was to pick something, I'm scared of loneliness. Yeah, well, I could be scared of that too, but not to the same degree as you. Yep. And and you're not going to say, but you should be this. Yeah. You yeah, should yeah. be scared of that the same as me. I'm like, what? Why though? And it's like, you know, I'd say, okay, I'm scared of spiders. Like, you could be scared of spiders, but not to the same degree as me. And I can understand that. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? That we, if we talked about this, this, this episode and last episode, we talked about this, um, like polarity, and that you're either hot or cold. Yeah. Like, so you're either scared or you're not, or you're not scared. That means you don't care. Yes, you know, sorry. that's where people kind of yeah. go. That's yeah. my theory, anyway. That's where people kind of go. Like, if you if you're not scared, if you're not reacting, then you don't care. I was like, no, like yeah. Like, I get that a lot, bro, because I'm generally quite a relaxed fella. Yeah, bro. Like, you don't care. Yeah. You're, you're, you need to show more more care, bro. Yeah, yeah. Was like, well, more empathy. It's like, man, I I taught myself to meditate for fucking years yeah. so that I can be a duck treading water. Mm. I might look calm and cool up here because I've trained myself to do that. But under here, I'm fucking yeah, going yeah, yeah, yeah. a million yeah, miles yeah. an hour. Legs are going, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely people shouldn't, shouldn't be scared just because you are. They don't need to share the same concern. No, nah. but I, I, I need to appreciate that that people's fears are real, bro. Yeah. Um, and I'm a, and I'm definitely, you know, I'm like, fuck, there's something there. They're killing some, killing people, bro. 
and it's like fucked up, but it's like, yeah, I'm just seeing things from a different angle and can understand and appreciate people don't see it the same way, but I do, and it's just the way it is. That's why we're all different, eh, bro? I mean, that's what, and that's what, like, we've mentioned it before. Like, at the moment, we're witnessing, like, the like the woke folk or the people that are claiming to have all the answers <sighs> take on the people that think they're silly. Or, like, we've got, so, sorry, yeah, bro. so yep. start again. We've got two parties of people that think the other parties are idiots. <laughs> like, when really, if they probably sat down and had a conversation together, they could actually share some of their truths, like, yeah. and find the truth together, as opposed to claiming to have the whole truth. Like, yeah. I keep saying that, but it's the only way, way I can think to yeah. articulate. Well, because I feel like I'm watching like a, a, a grudge match between two people that don't really understand each other. Like, it's weird. Well, it's just you know you see any um, Facebook comments thread, and it's. It's almost like you go on, go in there with an opposing view, and then it's like you're waiting for backup from people you don't know. Yeah, and it's not. It shouldn't even be about that. It should be. Yeah, it should be about more understanding. And I'll put my hand up. I need to. Yeah, I'm part of that boat as well, bro. So, but I, I get stuck in a place where it's funny. I'll be talking to say the people that, but like, that believe like that covid is related to 5g and all that sort of carry on mm. I'll, I'll talk to them and i'll challenge them on their thinking mm. so they immediately think that i'm riding with the people that believe everything the Bro, it's like says. it's like oh, if i say anything anti-labor anti i'm a national supporter yeah yeah, yeah. And I've, I've, I've never supported and national like, no, no 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 like i'm not trying i'm not on the other team i'm just trying to challenge your thinking yeah and then likewise we'll go over to the other side and they'll be like, oh, these probably 5G towers will run. But like, oh, look, you think about a lot of this stuff's only been happening since it come up. So, yeah. you know, and just trying to challenge them. Oh, go and get your tinfoil hat. I'm like, fine, ah, man. Look, I'm just trying to help you guys understand each other better. But at the end of the day, I choose to take that stance. Yeah. So that's all on me. And it is tiring. But yeah. it's weird to think that people can't. It's like today, it's like today I got an involved in one. And it ended up with the chick saying, Oh, I hope you get COVID. I said, oh, I hope I do too. And if I if I go, then I go. It's just the way I'll be willing to accept that. But then on the other side of the foot, I'm going to do everything I can to try and recover from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So it was like to her that was the dagger in my heart, wishing me to get COVID, and I'm just like, cool, you yeah, wish I to get COVID. You know. Yeah. So you have these conversations, and it's time consuming, and it's probably it's probably it's probably silly a lot of the times, but it's. Um, yeah, it's just interesting having these interactions. And that's, that's the unfortunate thing these days that a lot of, you know, here will post, um, post a, an article about something and there will be two, there'll be a clear line down the middle and there'll be, like you say, two sides going at it, bro. And you won't see any any sort of civil conversation where one side's trying to understand someone else, bro. And it's a shame, bro. It's just, you know? Yeah. I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's... Yeah, you can have opinion as long as it aligns with mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But it's, yeah, it's just, we're, we're arrived at a very, very strange place um, at the moment with with how people are like the whole the cancel culture, keyboard warrior. What, uh, bro, we'll touch on that. What cancel culture, bro? What, that's bullshit, man. Well, per, my personal belief is that it's bullshit. So I'll give you an example yeah. of, of why I think it's bullshit. Well, give us an example of, of cancel culture that you've seen going down at the moment, if you can, bro. There's, there's, there's heaps of them, bro. So Kevin Hart, right? I'm 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 going to make up the dates here because I don't remember them exactly. Kevin Hart puts out a tweet from Years 2004. Ago. 
It gets brought up two years ago and used against him, and everyone tells him he should delete this tweet. He refuses to do it, so he gets removed from hosting the Grammys. Grammys? No. Oh, Oscars? Oscars. He gets removed from hosting the Oscars. So that's cancel culture to me. You're trying to erase someone because they hold a certain point of view. Kevin's come out and said that he doesn't support that point of view. He's grown since then, but that's why he won't delete it. He wants to show that growth and that change. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to pull down the statue. <laughs> and I suppose it's similar to like if you write something on Facebook and then you look back at it and go, "Oh fuck, fuck, these walls are thinking." Yeah. Oh, you idiot. Yeah, and I've, I've very heaps times I've gone, "Fuck, what, what are you, what are you on about?" You, you, you. Well, I had a friend do that this morning. She called herself out. She reshared her status from two thousand and nine. Yeah, and she read, "Oh my god, I can't believe I used to say shit like this." Yeah, the two thousand and nine status was, "I'm so in love with you, babe." So <laughs> this was like what? So we're two thousand and twenty now. That yeah. was obviously eleven years ago. Yeah, I think she. I'm gonna say she's like twenty eight. So this is from she was seventeen, and she's obviously talking about her partner at the time. Yeah. Little, been a yuck teenager yeah, yeah, yeah. and instead of deleting it and being embarrassed she just owned it, it was yeah like, yeah that was me being a neg yes okay that's very different to being homophobic which apparently is what was going on with kevin is that he was he was being homophobic or said something about gays do you think and that's that's the thing bro it's like obviously he's a comedian the comedians get a pass with regards to what's going on socially bro more often than not, they do. There's definitely certain things that they should, but more often than not, they definitely do. Yeah, so... Because... So this is where comedy comes from, and I feel like I can speak to it. Like, I'm not the comedian, I'm not... But I've, I've been a part... Yeah, absolutely. ...of, of the of You've the done stand-up before? I've done stand-up. So my understanding is that it kind of came from a place where... Well, one of the, one of the origins, because obviously there was origins of people who could tell funny stories and make people laugh during hard times like apparently you know in the big slave ships and people were rowing yep there was always a fellow on there who could spin a yarn and keep everyone giggling while they were going so storytellers um and so i want to but another place where where comedy kind of originates from is that the jester so yeah like the court uh, the king had like a, a court you know or even had um a functions room or events that were put on you don't mess with the king, right? You say anything cheeky to the king, yeah. you're killed. The jester, it was their job to, to update the king on what was happening in the world in a funny way while also being able to poke fun at him and make him realise some of the follies and some of the holes in the way that he was running his lands. Oh, So that's a hard thing to do, Ooh, shit, to be yeah. able to take the piss out of the boss. One how, many, one, how many, one how many jesters got killed? Yeah, well, apparently... Not many, but yeah. apparently they, they got a pass. They understood or, what the role was, yeah. Yeah, they got a pass because that was their job. Because the best jokes are real. Yeah. So, yes, the king might be laughing. Laughter is initially a nervous reaction. So, the, the you know, the king's going, ah, but <laughs> in his head he's thinking, fuck, is this what people actually think of yeah. me? Oh, do I tax people too much? Is slavery bad? You know, yeah. it's actually bringing things to the king yeah, or, to, or to the queen, like to, to, the, about... to the people in charge that they don't get on the ground floor, yeah. but doing it in a funny, provocative way yeah. that stops it from being like, oh, you're being a dick, stop yeah. charging people so much tax. It's like, man, I'd love these new shoes, but if it wasn't for this tax, you know, like so there's a way, you know, <laughs> to, to get around it. And that is and that's kind of why I think they get a pass because because they can speak on real subjects with a funny with a funny tone without being disrespectful. Yeah. Once you've been a venomous asshole, then you're fair game. 
I believe. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting because you take um, a comedian like Dave Chappelle and then <sighs> the goat, bro. With regards to you know his his comedy, um, I don't know if targeting is the right word, but mm. sort of um, you know the LGBT community. Yep. Is are they going after him? Is that cares of culture, bro? Or <sighs> they, I think they tried or like. But they don't know where he's the thing. I think what gives them a pass is they don't. Maybe they don't know where he stands politically. Well, I think he's he from what I've seen because that special he done recently mm. from his home. Fuck, I mean, I'm a fan of his, bro. But that was I don't know what that was, bro. The eight forty six, yeah, the George Floyd, and stuff. he went at yeah. um he went at uh, Candace Owens and talked, to, and she laughed it off, bro. She was like, oh, <laughs> she's yeah. just like, I'm being mentioned by the goat. Like, yeah, how can yeah. I not appreciate? Yeah, I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and it was like. Fuck, but I was like, man, that was that was different. Yeah, but um, you know, that uh, definitely came from a different place too. Like that yeah, came bro. from Angry Chappelle. Yeah, that we was... don't get to see Angry Chappelle. Nah, very often. nah, that came from but, Angry Chappelle. Yeah, and I don't know um what I was expecting to see, but I was like, fuck, bro, this is. I didn't know if I liked it or if it was because I was hoping to see something. Yeah, you know, and it was it was provocative for sure. Well, I suppose it, it it showed how he was feeling right at the time, bro. That's it. You know, and not like you say, bro, it was angry as a whole. And, and you can tell that he wanted to get it out as yeah. soon as possible, right? And he wanted this expressed because he had his book. Yeah. He next to never takes to the stage with his diary, with his notes, with with places with his placeholder. But he had his placeholder there. And that was him because because it was unrehearsed, it was yeah. raw, it was still very real to him. So he needed to refer to his book. Um, and just to go back, we touched on his his jokes towards the um LGBT community. Mm. How much of it do you do you think is actually him speaking as Dave Chappelle, the person, or Dave Chappelle, the comedian, and just highlighting certain things? I honestly think he's probably one in a million, bro, where it is kind of the same. I don't think there is really an entertainer. And I think there's the entertainer. I think the entertainer and the person are the same. And then there's Dave the father. Because I've, he I've heard, um, and I can't remember who said it, but they were saying that he... Dave is the only comedian that can dodge silver bullets. And I was like, what are they talking about? And it was like, you know, you'd hit, and to me, and I might be wrong, but it was, he'd be the only comedian that could get away with talking about the stuff he talks about. Yeah. Whereas sure. another comedian would just like, nah. Yeah. You he know? gets slammed. Yeah. yeah. And I, I believe that too. Like, so he, but see, he, he talks to, it's almost like, bro, when you think from a tell Maori kind of way, he gives, you know, so to say, for example, say I didn't, I didn't appear moldy, right? So yep. we, we've all got those that I've got to watch out how I say this. No, say. We've all got those friends who don't appear moldy. Yep. You know, they're, they're fair skinned. Yeah. Ginger, so you're whatever. judging them by the book by cover. Yep, yep. But then when they give you their fucker papa, when they lay out where they're from, then that then that lets you know, okay, this this fellow's moldy. Yeah. So it's similar with Chappelle. So the way he sews into his jokes is that he gives the lineage. So he'll talk about, okay, this is what I think of gays. This is why. And he'll give the lineage as to when I grew up, this was the perception. My father thought this, blah, blah, blah. So because he lays shows, out that lineage and that yeah, puppet. And it shows him how he arrived at that yes. certain place. So it's, yeah. so it's not like he's just saying it off the cuff and yeah. he's being a bigot. He's actually thought about this and this is where he comes from. And he says, I know you're not going to agree. I know some of the community are going to hate me, but mm. this is just how I feel. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of how you get to an extent. That's just me thinking off the cuff, analyzing out. I haven't thought about this before, but mm. it's just, yeah, fucker popper. I think explaining that lineage. It's just telling the story, really. working. 
you know, at school when they always used to say, show you're working with math. Yeah. He's showing his working and helping you understand how he arrived there. Mm. Which you can still, like, I still got people, I still got friends that hate him. I still got friends that don't like his comedy because of some of the stuff he says. Oh, but yeah. Because, like, my perspective, my perspective is tricky. My perspective of their perspective is that they just look at the end result. They're not looking at that working. They don't want to acknowledge that working because they just, like, the fact that he thinks and says this is enough. Yeah. Which, you know, fair enough, each to their own. Whereas for me, the story or the lineage or the papa or the working, it, it actually, to me, it makes a difference. Yeah. To some people, it doesn't. Um, Who would your top three favourite comedians be, bro? Just off the top of your head. So Chappelle would definitely be one. Yep. Um, a fella from Scotland, bro, Frankie Boyle. Yep. Have you heard of him? Oh, I don't think I have. So I love him, bro. Yep. But he is very, very contentious. Yeah. Like he – and I mean – so we're talking comedians for comedy, right? Because because yeah. like one of my favorite comedians, but probably not because of comedy, because of his other mahi, you'll probably be Joe Rogan. Oh, he's like, yeah. but, but but if we're talking comedy for comedy, I'd say Chappelle, Frankie Boyle, Billy T. James. Yeah. When I was a kid, bro, I wanted to be Billy T. That was my I had fellas that wanted to be a fireman, police officer. I wanted to be Billy. Bro, it's quite interesting too that I mean we're closing out shortly, but you know, you talk we're talking about cancel culture. And when Billy T was in his prime, not every Māori was into Billy T. Jamesbury. Nah. So is Uncle Tom. Is there a repercussion now with cancer culture? It's not so big in New Zealand, but if it ever headed that way, um, would they try and cancel Billy T. Jamesbury? To me, a it's national a question, treasure. It's a question I ask myself all the time. Would he survive in the state? Do you know people that weren't into Billy T. Jamesbury because of the fact that he made fun of Māori? Yeah, I know. A lot of um, Komato and queer that I've engaged with, they, yeah. they weren't fans because um, to her, to them, he he played he played into how Pākehā yeah. perceived Māori. He he, he, he monetised off the perception that we were Hories. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah. So they thought it, it gave... Um, it gave non-Moldy um, the green light to, to laugh at us. Yeah. Because one of us was was doing it. Yeah. And it sort of, he was doing the dirty mahi, yeah. you know, to, to them. It's so a, we're going to laugh and you can't do anything because he's one of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he said it. <laughs> yeah, he said he, it. He said it. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. We think it's funny, you know. Yeah, so it, that's, I know, and I can understand that too, but. I, the reason why I loved him so much is I think that he um, he spoke to like he he kind of balanced that he he did make fun of us, but he also to me when you look at what he does he also let Pakia know how ignorant they were yes, for the things they didn't know yeah like you know like doing ten news and in the stuff that he used to do you know yeah. my favorite one of my favorite things is when he did that whole. Doing the weather, and he says, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's raining. <laughs> market it north. <laughs> yeah, it's windy and hot up north. So if you live in the north, stay home. Yeah. You can't go in the yeah. house. And so, like, they used to make people laugh. But yeah. it was his, yeah, just his ability. I, I really felt like he held a mirror up to yeah. general society at the time and said, this is what you're laughing at. Yeah. This is what you find funny. This is what you find entertaining. Yeah. Do you, like, is that good or bad? Or Yeah. So. Another one with Council Culture, another comedian, New Zealand, um, Mike King. Mm. Obviously, you know, very uh, contentious comedian here in Aotearoa, but then you look at the work he's done um, in the mental health space, bro. Yeah. 
So do we cancel Mike King the comedian and then applaud what he's done with regards to mental health? Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's the same. Like, you don't get one without the other. Yeah. You don't get one without the other. And I met Mike King very soon. Funny, I actually met Mike King when I was probably about 13, 14. Yeah. And I had no idea he was going through what he was going through. Yeah. And then now knowing his story, bro, he was definitely fucking off his tits yeah. when I met him when I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't even think of it. But he was respectful. Yeah. And like, I know he's played up and he talks about it yeah. a lot, but but he's the man too. Uh, Not in my top three, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, very interesting, bro. Hey, bro, it's been awesome, Cordidor. Yeah, bro. Uh, always. We, uh, yeah, we always go to depths that I don't expect us ah, to go to. Fuck, it's all good, bro. It is what it is, eh? And, um, you know, we didn't know it was going to end up two hours, but, um, you know, thank you for, for listening, Fano. Um, big shout out to you, Hips, bro. Um, I think we've got a good thing going. Uh, keep it rolling. Um, mm. Any feedback? Uh, anyone wants to jump it's in? It's only episode two, so anything you've got, yeah, if let anyone us want... know so we can get it in as soon as. Yeah, and if you want to jump in on any of the quarter we've had, um, enlighten us, educate us, um, have a guard us, fuck, you know, just just, just go for it. But um, that's us for now. Uh, be safe, Fano, in these times. Um, look after yourself, look after your Fano, and yeah, just take care. Hey, Gornada, Fano, catch up. And uh, yeah, looking forward to episode three. No doubt some more stuff's going to come up. Interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Let us know what you're thinking. And we know we talk about some taboo stuff, but we don't know what we don't know. So we want to engage you to learn. Cheers, that's us for Cuzzy, Cordero, Fano, me!